It's a new day. Yes, it is. Who wants to have some fun? I'm all about having fun. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Oh, boy, is this great. Hey, guys. Oh, big golf, huh? All right. I'm going to have fun, and you're going to have fun. We're all going to have so much fun, we'll need plastic surgery to remove our files. I would like to extend to you an invitation to the pants party. Please have a party. Feed us drinks. Get us laid. Wait a minute, there's no birthday party for me here. Hey, bro, you mind putting on some pants? I find it a little weird I have to ask twice. Do you want to know what makes Daddy Magic's nipples hard? Are those sad tissues or happy tissues? like I picked the wrong week to quit amphetamines. Are you sure this is legal? I don't know. It's fun though, isn't it? What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? No sports, no rock, no information. For mindless chatter, we're your station. Cowboy. The Mike Rutherford Show. Yeah, Mo, that team sure did suck last night. They just plain sucked. I've seen teams suck before, but they were the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked. Well, I'm packing up my game and I'ma head out west Where real women come equipped with scripts And find a nest in the hills Chill like Flint Buy an old drop top Find a spot to pimp Then I'm a kid rocking all right. down your block all right. With a bottle of scotch And watch the Welcome everybody, it is Tuesday, April 11th, this is the Mike Rutherford Show, coming to you as always from the University of Louisville College of Business Studio. Visit business.louisville.edu to see what the UofL College of Business can do for you. Want your MBA? Want to get it in just a year? UofL College of Business can do that for you. Again, visit business.louisville.edu. We're on the air today from 3 until 6 here on 1450 AM, 96.1 FM, streaming wherever you can stream radio shows. You know it's better as the big X. Mike Rutherford here with Trevor Kelsey. On a gorgeous Tuesday, the weather, it, it's finally spring. Everything is sprung. It's beautiful outside. I always contend that the most beautiful time of the year in the city is that period of time that's like a month long between the end of the NCAA tournament and the and Derby Day. And here we are. It's uh, We're there. We made it. It's not going to get cold again. I wholeheartedly believe that. Trevor Kelsey, how are you on this fine Tuesday afternoon? I mean, we're, you're in shorts again, but long sleeve shirt. This is my look. This is my you're, favorite. You're progressing combo. to the, the nice weather. I'm with you. I'm still. I'm. I'm short sleeve shirt, flip flops, but long pants still. Tomorrow will probably be first shorts day. I'm, I'm a big shorts and hoodie slash shorts and long sleeve shirt guy. I I, I do combo. that a lot too. I do. But then you know, in this with this weather though, it's. I mean, it's warm enough now. You don't need a hoodie or a long. Sleeve if I was outside, no. But like in in here, I always get a little bit chilly. Like I, I wear long sleeves most of the days during the summer when I get in here because the, the AC is blasting, which is good. I'd rather it be too too cold than too hot. So that's a, it's a good thing. So yeah, that's, that's, that's the difference between you. you know, you're the smaller guy. You get cold. I'm the bigger guy. I get hot. I am. Well, we also, you, you've got, you know, you get, you get more ventilation in there. You get, you get a bigger room. That's how it works. You also have the window open, even though we have the AC going for some reason. Is the AC going? Yeah. The AC's, the AC's blasting here. Oh, I like the fresh air though. Yeah. Well, it's so weird. I don't like going outside, but I like fresh air. You do. You are. So it's like it's like I don't. Eat, I hate ranch dressing, but I like Cool Ranch chips. You're a walking enigma. I'm. <laughs> We've said that many times. Uh, how was your How was your Monday evening, TK? You You seem refreshed. You seem happy. You seem upbeat today. Um, I mean, I think one of those things was true. Okay. Um, I, it was okay. Not not too much. Wasn't really going on. It's kind of flipped through the channels. Um, watched a little Raw here and there. Watched Watched Mean Girls on Stars. Caught at the very beginning, just to, just watch it all the way through as usual, and then uh, pretty much that was about it. 
I, lo- I love the fact that you catch movies at the beginning. And you're, like, you have no like, intention of watching them, and you're like, well, I guess this is my next two hours. Well, Done. Like, <laughs> Locked in. There's nothing I can do about this. This is the this is fate telling me I've got to be I here. mean, one, it, one, it's not on regular cable, so there's no commercials. Because I was kind of put between that and Grand Torino that was on, like, AMC, I think. Okay. And then uh, and it's kind of hard to watch that on, on regular cable. Kind of fun trying to remember, trying to figure out what the words that they're, they're blurring out are. I hate Grand Torino, Torino, by the way. You don't like Grand Torino? I hate that movie. How? I think it's so just. I don't know. Just, awesome. I, I'm not. A, I'm not a fan at all. I love that movie. I'm not a fan. We. Oh, man, I just. I don't know, man. Grant Turner. <laughs> I put it like in my box. I think it's just. You talk about poorly written. I guarantee Shallow Hal has better writing than Grant Torino. It's the most predictable movie of all time. Like, oh, well, it doesn't mean so. It's, the I'm crotchety old white man is going to fall in love with the minorities and build. Like, like it was. It's the most just. It just, it's not my, my. You have no heart. Not my cup. I, I think I've got heart, but it's the most no, predictable. You have no heart. It's not, so it's predictable. It's the most predictable. Like it's the final form was predictable. You watched it. Most predictable white savior, like just movie of all time. Like oh, here's the white guy. He's gonna save everybody. So, so if a movie's predictable, you're not. Gonna, so I'm assuming you hate. You hate, I mean, you hate most like any action movie. And, and I mean, if I know what I'm getting into, like if it's not trying to be too deep, if it's gonna be stupid fun, then yeah, like I'll watch some blow em up movies. No, but I mean, but they're all predictable. Like you, sure, you, you're not gonna watch Taken because you know like he's gonna, you know he's gonna Tor- save the daughter. But like Gran Torino is supposed to be this like deep, like just moving, like whatever, and it's 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 not. I just think it's funny. <laughs> I don't know about funny. I don't know if that's the intention. But if you want, if you view it as a comedy, then maybe that's the the right lens to view it under. But it's just look, teach their own. It's just it's not my favorite movie by any stretch. Sometimes when I think I love you more, I just find out le- more about you, and I love you less. Yeah, that's how my wife feels. Welcome to her world. <laughs> we've got uh, we've got lots to get to. The focus. Now I don't feel bad. Jeff Okuda got traded. Who did? You not, you didn't see your lines? No, today. I've been kind of off the grid today. We've had yeah. The li- Lions on. sent uh, former number three pick Jeff Okuda to the Falcons for a fifth rounder. Well, he can never stay healthy. That's... He's he's played twenty five games and since he's come in the league. Yeah, that's uh, I mean that sucks. I had high hopes for him. I thought he was a good pick at the time. I but that, yeah. that sucks. It's kind, of, it's kind of weird. I just, I just remember when he got drafted, he had that such the blow up of things. Or one of the reporters asked him about like his coverage or something. He was like, look at the numbers. I haven't given up a, a, a something. I remember that. that so, yeah. Like my stats. Or, I can't remember what the numbers were. Some of his analytics were made him like one of the best corners in the history of the draft or something. He just, he like just came back at the guy and it's kind of now it's like, where, where's he been the last few years? My mom just texted in. She said, Grant Torino, trite. She's on my side. She agrees. What are you talking about? Trite's good, right? No, track, trite means, like, not original. Of course it's not original. It's based on a book. Well, that's not... No, it's, <laughs> the book, then, is not original either. Nor is the movie. Well, nothing's original. I mean, every, you're not, no one's going to reinvent the wheel. What do you mean nothing's original? When's the last time you saw an original plot of something? There's original movies all the time. Name one. I mean, I, have, I, don't, I can't name a movie right now. It's been out in the last two years. I don't see movies anymore. I guarantee there have been some original movies. I mean, the, the, the new title, but the plot and the storyline has, I'm sure, been done before. I don't think so. I don't know. You find me, get, bring me an example, and I'll, I'll bring you. So nothing or, is original in your world. In some ways, mostly everything in, in, to the basis is, yeah, just he, he, you're not, like, again, you're not reinventing the wheel. Most movies have the same storyline. I mean, maybe the movies you watch from like the '90s that are just recycled. Like Mean Girls is original. 
Uh, that was a, a very original movie. Mean Girls? You mean yeah. a, a teenage movie about uh, teenagers being mean to each other, but realizing that, that in the end that they all have a lot in common and, and become friends? I don't, they wow, don't become, you mean Breakfast they don't, Club? They literally don't become friends at the end. She's they like, do. We, she smiles. They're, they're sitting there They're not friends. They go their own way. That's the whole thing. No, there's peace in girl world now. They're peace, but they're not friends. <laughs> they, they recognize that they can never be friends. <laughs> You just botch the plot of Mean Girls there in your five-second, five just overgeneralized view mad of it. because I just proved you wrong already. No, you did not. <laughs> you did not. Mean Girls is ten times more original than Gran Torino. I mean, you're trite. I don't know. I, I disagree there, too. That's fine. I think you could be original. I think you're definitely original. Well, See? it's because no one ever wants to be me. That's not true. <laughs> it's because if there was ever another one of me, this world would collapse. That's not true. <laughs> um, we, today's show is going to be heavily focused on... Me! No, well, you always... woo in, uh, Unintentionally, yes, I'm sure. Movies that, <laughs> movies that Mike doesn't like, but people love. Do people love Gran Torino? I think Gran Torino's pretty popular. <sighs> I, mean, I think I have more of my backing on this one. I do Shallow How. Well, I don't, I don't doubt that at all. <laughs> That's not really saying a lot. I don't doubt that at all. Gran Torino, yes. I, I'm sure has more public backing than Shallow Al. <laughs> I'm sure it does. Not that they're not both good movies. Uh, we, we, there is a ton of transfer portal madness happening out there. There's a ton of rumors. There's a ton of substantive stuff happening. Uh, a lot of it affects Louisville. Um, it, it's been a, a busy day on that front. We also have a new women's basketball player who has a name that's shockingly similar to Haley Van List, which is, is kind of hilarious. Uh, I, I, we can get right into that. There's no point, like, I guess, teeing that up for some sort of long reveal because the news is already out there. Um, I mean, Louisville has added transfer Henny Van Schaik. So we, we had Haley Van Lith. We've added Henny Van Schaik from Cal State Bakersfield, uh, who will be eligible to play for next season. You think that's why Van Lith transferred? Yeah, she's scared of, you know, there can't be two HV somethings. It couldn't be only one. HVS is better than HVL. We've, we've established that. But you hated Highlander too, didn't you? Uh, I don't I've never seen Highlander. Okay. I'll, I'll know that the only, there, there can only be one. There can be only one. That's all, that's all I know. Uh, but she played in 25 games last year for Cal State Bakersfield. I think like two seasons ago, she played in, in 25 games. She made 16 starts, averaging 4.3 points and 3.2 rebounds. This past season, she made 20 starts and led the Roadrunners in points per game at 11.6 and 7.2. She's an undersized post player, uh, six foot three, versatile post player who can score and defend on the perimeter as well as the paint. She's a, a member of the Dutch national team. So this is, I mean, this wasn't a, this isn't a a, a roster signing that's going to be like she's probably not going to start for Louisville next season. But you've got eight spots to fill. You got to fill them with quality players. You want some depth there. This is more of a depth signing than anything else. But uh, Henny Van Schaik, she is the new Haley Van Lith. That's that's who you know, that's who she is. Six three springs in size, which is something we've talked about. Van, but Jeff Wall, Van, can't be saying everything with Van now. Uh, something about Jeff Walls is kind of Jeff Van Walls. Jeff Van Walls is kind of I don't want to say avoided, but usually doesn't lean towards. He's always more kind of going towards a smaller, smaller yeah. lineup. Trevor Van Kelsey, <laughs> Mike Van Rutherford. We're all Vans today. That's how it's going to be. Uh, you, you ever had a you never had a Van, did you? No, had a minivan once. No, uh, yeah, have not. Broke down at Green Mall, just left it there. Yeah, this is, uh, you, oh, you drove it. I thought you meant like growing up. No, I drove it. You drove I a bought, van. I bought an Astro van for like a hundred bucks from this my Why? buddy of mine because I needed a car. That's creepy. I mean, the creepy part was he he wrecked it, and, and that's why he sold it to me. And the passenger door didn't open. It didn't have a heater air. I mean, this thing was like junk on wheels. It's a rape van. 
<laughs> it was a minivan. It sounds like it's... It, it, no, it's not. It didn't have like an air mattress in the back or anything. It kind of sounds like it did. <laughs> no. It was just... A, it was an Astro van. Remember the little minivan Astro vans? Kind of. You remember those? <laughs> I, don't know to, I don't know what to say to this. That's what it sounds like. It, it, it sounds very... I, I'm, also, I'm picturing how old were you when, you when you were driving this van? Oh, man. 22? See, I'm picturing like you driving it now. And I'm like, 43-year-old should not be driving oh. around in that thing. Should I no, my, 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 my Camry died. I bought. I bought it from a buddy of mine who worked at Vice City. He used it to move furniture at Vice City, and he got a little wasted and ran it. Lost a battle against a telephone pole in it. Oh. It was like he just he was going to junk it, but it still ran somewhat. And he was like, "I'll get you hundred bucks." I was like, "I'll take it." Yeah. So I think it, I ran for a good six months or so, and then died at Green Tree Mall, and I just left it there. <laughs> I have so many questions. What? No, it's not the only time I've left a car somewhere when it died on me. So if you, I mean, also left the also left the car at the corner of Taylorsville and Hurstburn Lane, <laughs> right here. Yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> it, was it today? No, this was. Like, I noticed your car wasn't here today. <laughs> no, it's, this was. Uh, I think when I was like seventeen or eighteen. So it, was the van like registered to your name? I don't remember. Okay, I'm guessing not then. But because <laughs> then I was wondering how you could just like leave it somewhere and not. Excuse me, you're not allowed to do that. Oh, I took the tape out of the cassette player. That's good. I left everything else in. My buddy came and picked me up at the parking lot after because I worked. I was working at Carboreros that night, and I uh, bounced and left. So you're one of those people, like you know, every now and then I'll be driving on the highway, and there'll be a car there like three straight days, and you, you know they'll put like the little ticket in the, the window, yellow sticker, and I'm always like, sticker, yeah. and I'm always kind of like, how did this happen? Like, like who just leaves a car? Like, I'm like, oh, it's the Trevors of the world. Like, you're one of those people. Twenty years ago, that could have been me. It yeah, it could have been you, or five days ago. Well, no. <laughs> Once you start getting into the newer cars, you, you you got past that. You when, when you buy a car for a hundred bucks, I mean, and you get six months out of it. Come on, I mean. Do I really want to pay for towing? It's a fair point. Yeah, I mean, and it's Green Tree Mall. I mean, I mean, who's going to notice? Yeah, that's true. It's just, it's, there's a minivan there. It must be part of the mall. As long as there's not a body in there, we're good. <laughs> yeah. No problem. Just leave it here. I wonder we'll, how long it did sit there. We'll take noticed. care of it, sir. <laughs> um, let, let's start uh, outside of the the Henny Van Shake uh, news. On the men's side, there's a ton to get to today, but we'll start with a the, the one that doesn't, I guess, directly impact Louisville. But this had been rumored for a while. It became official today. Jalen Withers is going to play for North Carolina next season. There was a graphic to announce this, this commitment that it featured both Jalen Withers and Michael Jordan in a North Carolina uniform. And I saw that, and I was like, okay, well, let's, let's, let's pump the brakes a little bit here, folks. Well, I don't know why. I, I think it makes perfect sense. I, I was very excited about Jalen back in the day. Uh, I know North Carolina fans are now trying to talk themselves into Jalen Withers. But the graphic with just Jordan in the background dunking, I'm like, okay, well, like, what are we doing here? But uh, props to, to Jalen. He always, I'll say this, he always did play well against UNC. Whenever we played them, even when he was having his terrible season two years ago, like he play, he seemed to just, I don't know if it was the style, the, the, more of the free-flowing game. Uh, he, he played well against North Carolina. Maybe that impressed Hubert Davis. But I saw somebody made the point, they're like, this is a 9-5 a, a guy who's going to North Carolina from the 290th Ken Palm team in America. And they're like, would you get, like, would, would North Carolina not be getting roasted if they had just taken a nine and five guy from Tennessee state? Because Tennessee state is one spot ahead of Louisville right now on Ken Palm. They're, they're <laughs> like, it's the same equivalent. Like, what are they doing here? I mean, technically everybody ahead of Louisville except for Cal. <laughs> no, no Cal, Cal is ahead of Louisville. Yeah. Oh, well, Ken um, Palm, I forgot. Yeah. yeah. 
I think you're thinking of Hartford. <laughs> Hartford will never. God be. love Hartford. And Hartford's been in the last all year. And St. Francis Brooklyn, who just cut their program. They're, they're so embarrassed that they finished behind us. They're like, we're done with basketball forever. I'm surprised we didn't finish behind them still. They're not playing sports. How bad though. would it have been to finish behind a team that cut their program? They cut their entire athletic program. It's like, well, at least we went out on top of Louisville. Uh, <laughs> did not happen, though. But UNC fans, I've seen them. Some of them I've seen kind of being like, this, this seems strange. Others I've seen talking themselves in the fact that this was a 42% three-point shooter in the ACC. Uh, we'll see how it goes. I mean, I, am I going to be frustrated if Jalen Withers drops like 40 on us next year? Of course. That's going to be that. That'll be a bitter pill to swallow. But my guess is that he's probably not going to be – I don't think he's going to be a starter for North Carolina. I, no, that won't be a problem. I have to imagine he'll be coming off the bench. But good for him. He obviously finds a role at a prestigious program. We'll see how it all works out. But, I mean, so far, the two transfers that have left the program, Kamari Lance goes to Arizona State and Jalen Withers goes to North Carolina to uh, you know, Carolina. Both going kind of home, though. Both both going closer to home, and for I, sure. I think I remember, I mean, I was kind of, I, I was pretty sure that he would end up in Carolina. I didn't think he'd probably end up in North Carolina. I thought maybe, you know, UNCC or something. But I, I thought Charlotte was going to be, like, there were a lot yeah, of people who were Lake like. Lake Forest, maybe somewhere in the Carolinas. Because his dad general. played at Charlotte. There's yeah. a lot of people who were like, come on home, play for the 49ers. I thought that that would make sense. But, but I mean, if Carolina. Carolina was an option. I mean, that's an option. Take it. By the way, in this graphic, I, I noticed Jordan. Is that like is that Vince Carter as well in the background? Uh, there's Vince Carter is there, and, and who is that? Brad Daugherty? Who, who's who's the, is there, or is it Baycock? Who's the center? Um, I believe that is uh, it's one of the players from the 05 team. Oh, so Sean May probably. It's not Sean May. Oh, it's, it's a different Marvin Williams. It kind of looks like Marvin Williams. He that. was like barely used off the bench. And I, who is the? I, I, I can't. Tell and, who, and who's it's number? Not Sean May. Who's number two then? The guard. That's the the kid who played there forever, who hit the shot before the shot against Villanova, uh, whose name is now. Oh, Donna Williams? No, no, no. No, no, that was the 93 team. Um, this was just a couple of years ago. Yeah, it was uh, Donald something, wasn't it? No. I'm completely brain he did, Yeah, he did, the, he did the double clutch three to tie the game. Yeah, uh, I just, I, I cannot think of the name. Cannot think of the name. Drive me crazy. Okay, Somebody help me out. Years. This is why you, like, you you need to know the answers to the questions when you ask it because I know you don't know them. Well, I wouldn't if I knew the answer. Why would I ask? Well, then just don't. It's bad radio. No, that's, I want to know that. I'm a, I'm inquisitive. Joel Berry, there you go. That's that was driving me crazy. Oh, that's not the guy who hit the three. Yeah, it is. Marcus Page is who hit the three. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. That that that's who hit the three. Yeah. yeah. So, but we don't know who this. Is. I love that you don't know things. <laughs> You're like, well, that's not right. I'm like, but you can't give me. Well, what, as soon as what I heard it, I recognized it. Marcus, th- thank you for that. <laughs> Your contributions are immense. And there's just like a shoe just floating in the air. There is. The, <laughs> there's just a shoe there. <laughs> floating there. It's quite the graphic. And it is quite the graphic. Jalen's front and center. <laughs> uh, but but good luck to him. He looks like he's at prom. Does he? I don't know. It's like. I think there's like blue, all the the, the surroundings with like streamers and stuff. I feel like he's walking through a bra. Well, he's wearing a full basketball uniform, so. <laughs> Enchantment under the sea in North Carolina. Well, congrats to him. That's well, uh, yeah. He I, and he and it's actually something I know. He I think he would fit though because they, they that's something they lack is the kind of the guy that can play the four and just stand on the perimeter and shoot threes. And that's something that they're going to use. I'm sure they'll use him for regularly this upcoming season. You don't need to do a lot, Jalen. Just hang out in the corner, pop the threes when the guards get the penetration and kick it out to you. I mean, imagine telling like, like us like last year going into the season that we would win four games and Carolina was coming off of a national championship game run. 
Jalen Withers was going to go there for his to, to round out his college career, you would have been like. Well, he's he scores thirty points a game for us. Like he must have been the only player doing anything. He must have led us to the tournament. And Carolina lost everybody. It's like no, Carolina kind of underachieved. They're bringing back their best player though, and a couple of other guys. Uh, and Louisville won four games, and he was like our fourth best player. He was one of the main reasons why we only won four games, and he's going to North Carolina. But props to him. And we're, I am very intrigued to see how all these guys do, because. I mean, Kamari Lands is at a, a fairly big-time program in Arizona State. They went to the tournament last year. Uh, Jalen Withers is at one of the biggest programs in all of college basketball. If, if these guys are just way better I mean, next we, season. We expect LLs to go somewhere like NC State or something like that as well. Yeah, I think we expect LLs to go to NC. Although NC State got a guard today. I don't well, know if that yeah. will hurt, uh, if that will hurt uh, where he's going. But he'll go to a power conference program. Yes, exactly. I think we all expect that. So if these guys go elsewhere and just light it up, like that's not going to reflect well on on Kenny Payne and this coaching staff, unless you know we have a great season. In which case, like who cares? You can just say they just weren't good fits here. But if you know if these guys go somewhere else and continue to struggle, which we've kind of seen from the the players from the Chris Mack recruiting class, like none of like Sam Williamson didn't really do much for a bad SMU team last year. Um, Josh Nickelberry has not done that much. Uh, it, it just Quincy was fine at Iona, but he got hurt. Like we'll see where he goes after this. It, it's just been you're like okay, it wasn't really. Us, the guys just weren't as good as the recruiting rankings would indicate. But if these guys are fantastic, then it's kind of like, eh, we we blew it a little bit. So it's literally, it's not you, it's me. Exactly. We we want to know if it's <laughs> us or it's them, right? I mean, just a small part of you kind of happy that they they don't succeed when they leave here. Sure. I mean, okay. of, of course. I mean, I, mean, I know I know you don't want to be like a hater, like because you know, but as a fan, a small part of you kind of like. Smiles when you see Samuel Williamson averaging like four points a game. I want, like, as just a human being, like, because I don't have anything against the, the kids unless they're just like we're a holes, which I don't think has been the case with any of these kids. None that like, I know of. I want them to be successful. I want them to go have a good time. But like you, it, it's like when a coach leaves, you you can leave on amicable terms, but and here's the, here comes the sports radio thing where we can't compare anything to anything besides like actual human relationships. It, it, it is like a breakup in that. Mm-hmm. You stole what I was going to say. Yeah, you want them to be happy, genuinely, but you don't want them to be happier than you. Want to win the breakup? You want to be, yeah. You want them to be doing just slightly worse than you. Well, no one's doing that except Cal. <laughs> well, Mark Madsen, we want you to sign. That's, <laughs> that's what's going on here. Um, so, best of luck to Jalen. But again, yeah. a little bit less luck than than we have. Same with uh, same same with uh, Kamari Lands and, and who else? Whoever else goes, but like R.J. Davis, I saw him tweeting out because R.J. Davis is coming back for them. They should. Carolina had no excuse to be as bad as they were this year. They've got no excuse to not be much much better next season. And R.J. Davis is like, ooh, that's just the start. And people were like, well, I hope it's just the start because we're getting a nine and five guy from the worst team in the conference. But this, I mean, once again, he also averaged three, uh, three DOFs. What's DOF? Dribble off foot. He did at least three. Okay. <laughs> the three-point shooting was good, but he more than made up for it with the whenever he would try to drive. It is Scoots and I were talking about this last week. You know, we make fun of the ACC for being so incestuous, but I guess in this day and age, you're seeing it more and more in, in other conferences besides ours. The transfer portal is so immense and it's so impossible to scout guys. You can kind of understand why you got this a lot of interconference inter transfers because, you know, You've already scouted these players before. You know what they can do a little bit. You know how they fit their system. And if you're the players, 
you know, you know the players on the other teams. You, you have a general sense of, of what the coach does. You, you have a general sense of what the coach's attitude is. Like, you, you feel probably more comfortable if you're Jalen Withers going to play for Hubert Davis than you would going somewhere in, in a conference with a guy that you've never met until this recruiting process has happened. So I can kind of understand why we're, you're seeing this more and more and more where it's either regional transfers, you're going to a school from your, your same general area, or interconference transfers because you've got that familiarity. Because if not, like you're scouting thousands of players now at this point, trying yeah. to figure out which ones you you want, and it's almost an impossible task. I mean, in, in a in a world of transfers where there there is no rules, I mean, is should there be some restrictions in one being maybe interconference transferring? I, I don't think that one is fair. I, mean, I, I don't think there should be interconference. There should be more rules. I think for sure. And I, think I mean, it's the, kind of it is kind of. I mean. Messed up to tra- for a player to leave want you and go to the team that you're going to play in, you know, next year twice or maybe three times and compete with. I mean, I can see where there could be some restrictions. I know in the old days of not being able to transfer at all, that was that was a big no no. Used to be until very recently. Every conference kind of was like, okay, you know, we can't really. It's not really fair. We're going to let it. Let it. I think the Big South was the last holdout, and they finally broke down a couple of years ago. So I don't think you're going to see that come back, but it's just, it's, I get why it happens in this day and age. I get why. I just also get why maybe you would be wanting that to be like one of the few rules maybe there is. Yeah. Uh, we've got, uh, there, there are other dominoes that fell today. There's a blast from the past, a big name from this show's past that we talked about a lot uh, around this time last year, who now hmm, back in play, back in play. Uh, some other dominoes that have fallen today that I think maybe could help us. We'll talk about that, and then we'll take some texts from you guys on the Thornton sex line at 502-414-1450. So the Mike Rutherford Show. We will be right back after this here on 1450 and 96.1 The Big X. Edition here on 1450 The Big X. Reminder, if you're having air surf problem, if you're good lord, I'm all over the place. If you're having heating or air conditioning problems today, only one place to call it's our guys over at Air Surf. Call them today for a $49 tune-up. Yes, you heard that correctly. And just $49. And also for a limited time, you can get up to 60 months, no interest financing on a qualifying rude system. The number for Air Surf, 502-785-8600, 502-785-8600. Eighty-six hundred. You can also visit them online at airserve.com slash Louisville. A-I-R-E-S-E-R-V.com slash Louisville. All right, we talked to— You hate saving Silverman, too. Say what? You hate saving Silverman. I like saving Silverman. Okay. Saving Silverman's funny. Right. I haven't seen it in a long time, but I, I enjoyed it in high school. Okay. It's very funny. Uh, we talked last segment about Jalen Withers going to North Carolina. Uh, more transfer portal madness slash recruiting madness that, that does directly reflect Louisville. Oh. And I got tipped off this morning that this was— going to happen they were like hey this is a realistic possibility for us so Kyle Filipowski the ACC freshman of the year likely preseason All-American next year decides he's, he's coming back he's going to Duke that 
it has a domino effect because you've got a guy coming in, a five-star big man slash, I guess, power forward, who plays the same type of game that Filipowski does, who was already signed with Duke. And we're talking, of course, about a name, again, blast in the past, Mackenzie Mbako. Remember this? Remember back in the day? like this. I don't year? remember this name. You don't remember this? It, it was, uh, this Something time, tells me it would be hard to forget Mako. Mbako. 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 It was this time about a year ago when there were all these rumors about, hey, we got Nolan Smith. He's going to take all these Duke kids with him, right? Like, I, remember, I remember that talk, Like, yeah. just wait. And the big one was Mackenzie Mbako. Mbako. And we were like, oh, it's, it's happening. And then just nothing happened. We, we didn't get any of the kids. <laughs> like the rest of the season. But now... It sounds like Mackenzie Mbako has asked out of his letter of intent to Duke. He's back on the market. And every recruiting guy is saying the same thing that I had heard this morning, which is he's got two primary options. Go pro in some way, shape, or form. Start play, spend a year playing professional basketball. Or two, go to Louisville. Because he's got this Nolan Smith tie. There, there, is, there have been some other recruiting guys that have he's said... so good. Why are there only two options? Well, that's kind of all he wants. Like He's, oh, okay. he's got a... a direct relationship with Nolan Smith. They, th- they feel like these are the two most likely outcomes. Now, there have been a couple of other guys throughout the day who have said North Carolina is going to make a very strong push for him, but it sounds like it's his primary options are us or going pro uh, because of this, this really close relationship that he has with Nolan Smith. Now, you may be saying, cool, another power forward. Th- this is different to me. Like This is a guy, Mackenzie Mbako is a big deal. Like, this is a certified one-and-done candidate. He's 6'8". He can really shoot it. He's got an NBA-type game. Uh, he, there's a reason why Duke, Kentucky, whoever you like, – like they were all in on him at one point in time. Like it, This kid is one of the most unique prospects in this class. He, it, it's great that we have so many different power forwards. It's great that we have so many different big options. I think we're still kind of wondering which or if any of them are really good. This kid you know is good. Like, like This kid is a – he comes in, he has a chance to be the same type of impact at Louisville – that a player like Filipowski had at Duke last year. Like he could be ACC freshman of the year. I think he's that he's that good. He can make you markedly better uh, if, if you land him, and especially if you land him at the 11th hour. It doesn't change the fact that you still need guards. There's no question about that. But he is a he would be a big, big deal for Kenny Payne to land if it does wind up happening. I, I Watch his highlights. He's, he's a guy that you can easily get excited about uh, if he does wind up coming here. Having said that, if he chooses to like go pro or, you know, Ends up going to North Carolina. Like after ha- after getting our hopes up again, like I-, I can only have the rug pulled out from underneath me so many times. Like we need we need to land this kid, especially let's say Churchill uh, Abbas or Abbas. How many name. more power forwards do we need? Let's I mean, say he comes here and he just winds up being okay, and we don't like that would be make the the blow sting even more. But it sounds like he is a realistic possibility for us now on the guard front. A name that we've mentioned a lot. Tyler Perry from North Texas, who is one of the best players, according to any ranking system that you use, one of the best players available in the transfer portal. I love Bart Torvik. He's a great stats guy. He has Perry as the number two player in the portal. Perry visited Florida just a couple of days ago. Last night he posted pictures of himself in the the Florida uniform. His parents were there with him. Uh, he He used the same hashtag that he used for his Louisville pictures and just said not committed. Today... Florida, they end up getting what, what? I can't remember his first name. Clayton from Iona is very, very good. Yeah, he surprisingly, I mean, I think everybody sort of assumed that he was going to follow Rick Pitino to St. John's. Walter Clayton is his name. Um, he doesn't. He ends up committing to Florida. That's a big time deal for Florida. 
Also, maybe it hurts them with Tyler Perry. Like, Perry is still being targeted by Florida. They apparently want both. Their fans were quick to let me know on social media. I'm like, of course, everybody wants both. Everybody wants all the good players. <laughs> the question is whether or not Tyler Perry might be deterred a little bit by the commitment of Clayton, who's going to be a high-usage player at Florida. So that's, to me, good news. I mean, didn't it wasn't it still the hot room him going to Texas Tech with his other head coach, though? Still, but I mean, the fact that he's, like, taking visits to other programs— like typically, if 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 you think it's a done deal, yeah, they and no you're, contact, yeah, and you're, you, you, you typically if a coach is going somewhere and a player is going, like it happens very quickly. If a player is is entertaining other offers and taking visits and, and you know posting stuff, images from other schools, like a lot of times that means that he's just he's not going. Like he's he's up for grabs. I think Tyler Perry is very much on the market for us to go get. And if we get. I mean, you want to talk about a lot. That's one to North Texas. He probably didn't get recruited by like Florida and some of these schools. He might be just Maybe he's just it enjoying yeah. it. Yeah, he could be for sure. I but would. I think also, I mean, but I mean, his head coach is probably like, you know, come on, man. We, we got work to do. Let's get going. Um, <laughs> yeah, really. So if he was that serious, I feel like he probably would just hey, he's be. He's been three years with them already. He, he locked up at this point. <laughs> but you want to, I, I know that you, we have all the questions and I'm still, you know, people are still going to do the thing. We could land the second coming of Jordan and Olajuwon. We could land the dream team roster. And people would still be like, well, we got to see what Kenny Payne can do with it. I get that. I understand that. I'm, I'm of that same mindset. But the first step is assembling a roster that on paper looks like it should be able to compete with just about anybody. <clears throat> and that roster, if you land Tyler Perry, if you get Mackenzie and Baco, Churchill uh, Abbas, I think, is still a big mystery. He looks good to me, but what's the level of competition? Like, all that stuff. But let's say you throw him in the mix as well. That's a roster that on paper should be pretty good. And it, it will give us an opportunity to say if Kenny Payne flops again next year and we don't make the NCAA tournament, we're not really that close. Like, he just, this isn't going to work. And if it does work, boom. Last year's problem was the, the, the kids. We got rid of all the bad apples. Now let's go. Now, now we're, we're recruiting at the level we thought we were going to be recruiting at. Kenny Payne's proving he can coach. He can do something with this talent. Let's Let's get this thing going. Let's get back to competing for national titles, all that good stuff. But that's a roster that you can get excited about. But he's got to make it happen. Like, like we, we, We've been here before. We've had the buzz before. We've had blue balls before because we've just gotten so close with all these kids. I don't I, I'll call myself there. That was about, <laughs> about to sound very bad. We've gotten so close to landing all these recruits. I mean, we used to be blue blood is what you think. That's exactly what I meant. Uh, and it just, it, it just hasn't happened. But... The dominoes are kind of falling our way. We're, we're getting some nice breaks here. Phil Paschal coming back to Duke is a good break for us. The Clayton Jr. kid committing to Florida is a good break for us. Like, now you've got to take advantage. Let's, let's get this thing going. Let's, let's roll. I mean, for starters, let's maybe actually get the kids to commit. It'd be nice. I mean, it's, I like how we're, like, we're getting excited because a school signs someone else and that's yeah, the player we recruited is still available. Yeah, well, that's the level we're not. We're not at like we've signed this kid's excitement level at, at this point back yet as a program. We're at hey, the kid we wanted still available. Yeah, well, I mean, you understand the point. Like, like I know he was just, posting yeah. stuff of himself in Florida stuff last night. That's yeah, and that's one of our main competitors for him. And then boom, they get a player who plays the same position the next day, who's saying like I'm I'm getting in front of you. Like I I want to go to Florida. I'm signed. I'm in. Uh, that's would seem to be a good break for us, but yeah, you've got to you got to make it happen. <laughs> Kenny Payne selling. <laughs> hey Tyler, we're not going to sign anybody else. I promise you. Well, you come here, you will be the only other guy. I mean that uh, you joke. That's kind of the pitch. Like I mean, you don't want to like 
we're not going to compete. Like you are going to be the man here. Like, like you are in the backcourt with Scott Clark, but you're going to be the scoring guard. Like you're going to be seen. If you sign Tyler Perry for next year, he's probably going to be your leading scorer. Like that's the pitch to him. You can be the, the leading scorer at a top 10 all-time program in the ACC that's trying to get back to being a national powerhouse. Like that seems to me, that's a, a, a decent sell, but we'll see if it works. Work on me. 502-414-1450 is the Thornton's text line. Uh, we'll hear from you guys coming up in, in just a second. There are a couple other uh, dominoes that have been falling across the the transfer portal world, but I wish, I mean, I've heard some people say, like, I'd love to hear from the coaching staff. Like, yeah, I, I kind of would too. Like, I'd like to know at least, we're just trying to piece together what's going on. State of the union, so to speak. Yeah, like, you know, I mean, Patino would talk like every two weeks, which was nice. Yeah. But like, I'm not asking for that. I just like to know, like, you know, all we're getting on Kenny Payne's trip to Africa are like three five word sentences from Rick Bozich in an article. That's all we have to go off of. Like, I'd like to know a little bit more about the trip. I'd like to know, you know, just we went four and 28. I think everybody wants their nerves to be calmed a little bit, right? Yeah, just throw us a, throw us a little crumb, throw us a bone, throw us something. Just let us see cake. Just give, give us something to make us think that we, we you, you care. Well, not, not that you care. I think we we assume you care. If he doesn't care, then we're screwed. But <laughs> give us a little bit of, of a sense of the plan out there. Like, like you know, let us. You don't have to tell us all your secrets, but let us know that you you're on it, right? Because we keep hearing KP's on it, KP's on it, KP's on it. And last year we heard that a ton, and KP was not on it. Like, didn't the, the roster didn't get any better? We have similar fears this year. I, I love the buzz, but we got to get some stuff done. If anything, yeah. we at least hear about your trip to Africa. I'd like, yeah, I'd like to know. Yeah, I mean, was did you go safari? Was there, what, how was the food? I mean, how are the accommodations? Yeah, I mean, was it a resort? What would you stay? Yeah, just just talk to us a little bit. Yeah, we just want, sightseeing. We want to get closer here. We want to. We want to. <laughs> we want to see a zebra. I mean, I'm, these are things I'm curious about. We want to work on this relationship. Uh, Pat Forty just posted a story about Kyle Filipowski's return makes Duke as an early favorite for number one, but also the trickle down of potentially losing McKenzie and Baco will help someone else's team. Thank you. Could be us. Hey, could be you. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, his, his, his line is, uh, there are multiple other options for Mbaka, whose final school choices back in the day were Ohio State and Memphis. Former Duke assistant Nolan Smith, who helped lay the recruiting groundwork with Mbaka, is now at Louisville, where virtually unlimited playing time is immediately available. <laughs> it's an understatement, probably. <laughs> it's not wrong. No, not far from it. Come here and play for us, McKenzie. Let's do it. Uh, all right, 502-414-1450 is the Thornton sex line. Uh, Texture says, first text that we got today was was guards, question mark. Question guards, mark. question mark. Texture says, never trust a man in flip-flops and pants. Well, I'm not wearing flip-flops and socks. But you're wearing it with pants. Well, yeah. It's a no-no to some people. Is it? Yeah. I mean, I knew, I knew the socks and sandals things or socks and flip-flops is, 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 is bad. But you're not wearing sort of flip-flops and pants? It was kind of a outdated fad, I think. What, what about my what about my fad is never is is in date. I don't, yeah, I don't hate you for it. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> You're good. Was it once cool then? If that's the case, I think so. Okay, when I used to wear flip flops and pants. I mean, like college and stuff. Yeah, just doing some pants. I mean, I gotta get some clean. I gotta get, bring the shorts out. I mean, it's not summertime. Yeah, I haven't pulled them out of the drawer yet. Texas is that the Clint Eastwood movie where he sits and talks too much? A chair on an empty stage. 
No, I don't think no, so. No, he did that interview. That was like an interview thing. It was, yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> he sat on the porch and, and told people to get off his lawn. Texas, you and TK are like the two old guys in the balcony on the bucket. <laughs> That's the greatest name. What were their names? What are their names? I can't. Rem- I never can remember. I can't either. Because I've always I've, I've referenced them so many times in my life. Because it is true. I've been Statler and Waldo. Okay, I've been told I've been like them before. Yeah, I've, been, I've heard. They I'm never. not shocked. That's <laughs> the first time someone said that to me. Uh, what are your three favorite movies? What are your what, what's your favorite? Your favorite movie of all time is is Forgetting Amy, right? <laughs> Close. Is that chasing. What, what, chasing Amy? Chasing Amy. Chasing. That's my favorite because I'm a big Kevin Smith home uh, fanboy, right. though. Um, I mean, I don't know. It's I really can't. I don't want to say I pick three because I mean, it just depends on the genre, really. I mean, sometimes I'm in a mood for romantic comedy. Sometimes I'm in a mood for some action. Sometimes I want you know drama. Sometimes I want suspense. I'm not a big fan of the horror genre, so you know the slasher films aren't my thing. But I I don't know if I could really pick three like definitive movies. If I did, they'd probably be all comedies, though. You think so? Comedies ahead of I think if I I I lean I lean comedy. I would say I like, um, I mean, Hoop Dreams is a documentary, but it's probably my favorite movie. Yeah. Uh, I would say Once Upon a Time in America, which also is, I know you make fun of me for liking very long movies. No, yeah, That's sorry. very long. I like Once, a Time, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And then, I mean, Goodwill Hunting. I loved growing up. I liked Goodwill Hunting, and I rewatched it, and it, it was very delightful. Yeah. I, I stood standing corrected on it. So. I take it back. I, I'm replacing Once Upon a Time in, in America with The Lives of Others. A, I don't think I've seen that. Subtitles. Okay, I'm sure it's sure. I'm sure it is a completely original plot too, right? It's very original. Oh, I'm sure it has to be. It is never been done before. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I could name, I could, I could name you movies I love. I mean, I love Shawshank Redemption. Obviously, that's movies that I'll watch anytime I see them on the cable guide, like that. Uh, Stand by Me is another one. Like if I see it, no matter where it is in the movie, I'm going to stop and probably finish watching it on a cable guide. Mean Girls does not rank there. It had to be in the beginning. I like Mean Girls. Yeah, I like Mean Girls, too. It was funny. Terry says, like Shallow Hell, Gran Torino has not aged well. <laughs> What's that? Who cares if it aged well? It's, I mean, not, no movie ages well, usually. Terry says, your privilege is showing, Mike, LOL. When you don't have a crap ton of money, you buy what you can, given the opportunity. Don't attack Trevor for driving the rape van. <laughs> well, first of all. I drove an 89 Chevy okay, okay, Lumina okay, at this okay, time that was text worth $400. I love the defense. Can we stop calling, stop calling it the rape van, though? <laughs> for the record, I never got any in the van, so it's, it's kind of hard to call it that. I drove a Lumina and then a broken-down Cavalier. I, it, I wasn't exactly... Oh, I would have given anything for a Cavalier. Not for this Cavalier. <laughs> you, didn't see, you didn't see my Camry, my Corolla, my... Cavalier was an absolute piece. <laughs> what did I drive? I drove it. Then I drove a Ford Focus that the left window didn't work. I drove an Acura that headlights didn't work. I couldn't drive at night. Oh, that's bad. <laughs> the, the, the switch for the headlights broke, so I got like a screwdriver to try to, 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 to mess with it, and I did, that worked for a little while, but then that, it stopped working. So if I had to work a night shift, I had to like if I if I worked like when I was working at Pizza Box at the time, I had to like get off if I if I worked the daytime, I had to leave before it got too dark. And if I worked a night shift, I had to get somebody to give me a ride. It's hilarious. It was horrible. <laughs> I have a car and I can't even drive it. I got I got stuck there one time and it got too dark and I was like, I had to leave my car there. I, had <laughs> I thought a, I was a drunk. I had a dream like two weeks ago, it was fairly recent that I was driving Lucille, my old car around. And it was like it was like the happiest dream I've had in forever. I woke up so happy. I don't remember. Like, I, I, it was one of those where like I'm, it's modern day. I think I was driving like probably Mary around, 
and like it doesn't make any sense. But like I still I was so happy to be back in the car. The old smell, the speedometer that only went up to ninety. It was uh, it was my favorite car. It was the best car. <laughs> she was such a piece, but I, I loved her. I had a car when it got close to forty to start shaking. Oh, that was Lucille. <laughs> yeah. If you got up above seventy on the on the highway, it was, the whole thing is just going nuts. Like you're getting like it's like a shake weight workout. It was terrible, but it was also wonderful. Like the AC did not work. Uh, you had to. I, it was this is how old the car was. The key that worked for the ignition was not the key that you unlocked the door from the outside. You had two <laughs> keys for the car. <laughs> I don't know if this is common or not, but it was just, that's, that's actually, the, my Buick had two keys. It was incredible. Yeah, my Buick had a key to open the door, and then I just thought about that. Because I remember Gaddy's one time, my buddy needed to get something out of my car, and I tossed him the keys, not realizing that I had to tell him that the, yeah. and he broke the key off in the in the, the door because he was using the one that went in the ignition. <laughs> now, my, my old Camry, my 86 Camry, I don't know if this was something just maybe Camry's, maybe it was just my car, but if you, you could start the car, and then the key would just pull right out. Hmm. And I, cause like, it was kind of like a, mo- it was like an early day, uh, uh, like push start. Like, cause I would go out like in the morning and start my car and you never want to leave your, you know, some people do, but I mean like, especially in my neighborhood, they will more often than not. Well, it's like leave the car running, go back in and do stuff, you know, yeah. um, no fear of the car getting stolen nowadays probably would, but, but th- with the Camry, I could start it and the key would just come right out and I could just lock the door and, and was the car running with the door locked? I don't, I don't, I don't remember ever having a car that did. That. I, don't know if I was wondering if that was my car. Like, yeah, that was special to my Camry. I don't know if that was, or, the that was like, or if it was just that specific car. I'm curious. If, you ever, if anyone's ever had a Camry in the 80s, particularly 86, mine was maroon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> does the key just come out once you start it? Because <laughs> I remember like, I started it one time. I was sitting there and my buddy needed, like you said, going to the house. I'm like, here's my keys. He's like, what the hell? The car's still running. I'm like, yeah. I think there was a period of time where like 95% of people I knew had a Camry. Like everyone's parents had Camry. I've had two Camrys. Yeah. I've had two Camrys and a Corolla. It reminds me of that American Dad episode where Roger's like, 93 Toyota Camry. Only 25 of them made in the world. <laughs> you never had a Camry or Corolla? I didn't. My, I, I feel like every, all I think, of my I friends' think, parents yeah, I think had you one. Had to. Yeah. You were born in like... Like between eighty and eighty-five, I figured you your first car had to be one of the two. Yeah, no, it was just the the past the hand me down Chevy Lumina was. Well, like, mine was hand me downs. Yeah, it was mine. I was I got handed down from my brother who got it from his mother in law. Like it was just like, or stepmother. Like it was just like it was like five generations of family had had this car, <laughs> and then it was mine. It, it died with me. Finally, it was uh, got laid to rest. Mine didn't get that. Years. Me, my aunt bought it brand new in eighty-six, gave it to my mom in ninety, and then she gave it to me in ninety-six. Texas says, best of luck to Jalen Van Withers. UNC is next, Jordan. <laughs> next, Joel Berry. Uh, the, the, the play on the graphic apparently was Cole Anthony, not Joel Berry. Or Marcus Page. Okay, and the other one's Danny Green. Dancing Danny Green. That's Danny Green? Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't have guessed that. Why, that's random. Why would you put Danny Green in there? It seems strange. I mean, I know he had the NBA career, but he only remember him being that, like, even that impactful North Carolina. Six man. He danced. It was crazy. Yeah. Texas rumors going around that U of L will get McKenzie and Baco. Yeah, we, we talked about that. Um, I'm excited about that. Like, I, I know that it's, I know freshmen don't run college basketball. That's been a big theme of the show, certainly coming off this offseason. And it also doesn't help that you've got a class that every recruiting analyst says this is the worst recruiting class they've ever seen. I, still to me, like he looks like the certified real deal. Like he, he looks like a guy that is he's going to help wherever he he goes. And if we land like 
I would be very excited to get McKenzie and Baco. And I, I'm somebody who has certainly still reservations about the direction that Louisville basketball is headed. I would get excited about that kid. I, I would get if, if you get him and you get Tyler Perry, I'll start to be like, okay, you can you can sell me on this roster now. Let's coach him up. It's six eight two ten power forward. Is, that, is he more of a, a Jalen Withers style game though? He definitely can shoot it. Like, he, but he's he's better than Withers when it comes to stuff around the basket. I think that that's and, and that's not. But his primary, but his primary focus is to probably facing up despite being a power forward. On the I front. don't know. I mean, I think he's he, he I mean, two ten. It's not very. I mean, it's light. Obviously. He reminds me of Filipowski a little bit from Duke, which is ironic because that's the reason why he's not going to to Duke is because Filipowski's coming back. They have similar games where they. I think they're both three level scores. I think he can he can be effective regardless of where he catches the ball on the floor, which is something that not a lot of six ten guys six eight guys can say. Yeah, the big I mean, Phil Paskey's seven feet. This kid's in yeah. six eight. I think that they they've got similar games. Texas says the other uh, UNC players in the graphic are Cole Anthony and Brandon Wright. Very random selection. That's who I was thinking of. I thought it was Brandon Wright, okay, but apparently Brandon Wright. I mean, lottery pick. Yeah, we've got we we have Brandon Wright. We've got Danny Green. People saying. I mean, the Cole Anthony should be oh, should be here because it does say number two. So and that makes that does that's right because Greg Anthony's number was number two in in, in, in the Knicks. So that's right. I forgot he wore number two. Yeah, you know the uh the that UNLV team had the three first round picks. Uh, uh, him, him, and Larry Johnson and Stacey Ogman, they all wore number two as rookies in honor of Jerry Tartanian. I didn't know that. Yeah, that was his That's number presently. Yeah, Texas was a disappointing lack of flow in the intro today. <laughs> Scoots played the old intro. I know. I week. yeah. yeah. I was like, I hope Trevor's listening right now. He's, he, he claimed he just couldn't find the new one or something. I know. He said on Friday he said he did it on purpose. Yeah. Okay. Is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah. He did. The, he did the, the one that you've been using on I think Wednesday and Thursday. But he, on Friday, he did the uh, the, the other one. one. The other yeah. one, yeah. Texas, what are you doing, Step University? I don't know what that means. Was that like the dance? Step? I don't know. He's got a quote there. And I, maybe something we said. Maybe I said something stupid. I don't even know. Did you like Drumline? I never saw Drumline. <laughs> you know who hates Drumline? TJ Walker. Just despises the movie. Just I don't know why. Like for some reason, he just like hates the movie with a passion. I mean, I never got. I never. I never felt the need to watch it. I mean, I'm. Well, I ne- I, neither did I, but I, I did come around to watching it. And I'm missing much. Our North Carolina hoops expert Brian Smith says 100 percent confirms Cole Anthony, Vince Carter, Danny Green, and Michael Jordan. Okay, so Dan- and Jalen Withers. Jalen Withers. <laughs> Number one, five on that list. One of these is not like the other. Danny. Even though Cole Anthony was, I mean, really, he's fine. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, is that really the guy you're going to go with? I guess. I don't know. Why? I don't know. It's like, Mike, it's like what's the Michael Jordan? Well, we're doing Jordan. We got to scale it back a little bit here with the other guys. Well, how can we, how much more can we scale it back? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we went up with Sam Perkins and that is like Dante Calabria. Yeah, man. <laughs> Serge Swicker. <laughs> Throw him in there. Why would you put the three white big centers out there in a row? Him and Montross and someone else. Texas says, I giggle every time you say get back to competing for national titles. You have two in your history. You've got three. You're a moron. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Uh, hour number two is on the way. we got a couple of uh, football things to get to. More text line, 502-414-1450. It's the Mike Rutherford Show here on 1450 and 96.1, The Big X. Everywhere around the world, they come to America. Every time that flag's unfurled, they come into America. Got a dream to take them there. They come into America. 
Yesterday I was in a, we're doing our taxes, and I've never felt more just jealousy to be in your position than I was. I was like, Trevor doesn't have to deal with this, ever. Like, he just, he just doesn't do taxes. Like, this is maybe the way to do things, because I don't understand the whole tax situation. This is not uncharted waters that I'm swimming in now. Well, they're due April 15th, aren't they? Yeah, we're, we're, I think we're going to have to get an extension. Uh, but, yeah. I was remember that's my grandparents' uh, wedding anniversary. Awesome. <laughs> taxes should not be this hard is is the point of what i'm about to say now do you hold on okay it, it is very I, I i feel like my wife and i are relatively intelligent people her far more so than me i agree and that. like this is so like it is impossible to navigate these waters. they make it so purposefully difficult like all this stuff like I, we can't find this information it takes hours and hours to just get all this stuff together, then because a majority of my income is 1099 income, which means it's not taxed, like, mm. that makes things a lot more difficult. Like I, I can I can write off a lot of things that, that she can't, but it also makes more work figuring out like how you're writing off these things. It's just the, the whole process is insane. And like we technically hire somebody to, to file our taxes for us, and yet <laughs> we're doing all the legwork. Like, I, I know that, that she does a great job, and I know that they're keeping us like out of jail with this stuff, but it still feels like – I feel like taxes should be like, here are our W-2s. Like, let us know if you need anything else. Go to work. Make that happen. And yet it's the most difficult thing in the entire world. Like, taxes are impossible. It's, it's, there's a great video by this kid. I'd play it if I had the audio here where he's like, hey, I'm 18. I'm following. He's like this country kind of overweight kid. He's like, I'm following taxes for the first time. I'm a little bit nervous, so I'm not really sure. Can you just tell me? what I need to pay and I'll pay that amount. And then like, it's him dressed up. I like how he's a, become country more and more as the story comes well, is it, He's dressed up as a clerk, as like a tax person too. And, and then he's playing both characters. And the woman is like, she's like, she's like, no, you you have to figure it out on your own. That's the way that it works. And he's like, well, okay, but it's my first time. So if I'm a little bit off, is, is that okay? And they're like, no, we know exactly how much you owe, but you still have to figure it out on your own. He's like, well, if I'm a little bit off, is that, is that going to be, I'm just guessing here. And they're like, no, you'll have to go to federal prison. And he's like, what? <laughs> like, that's how it feels doing taxes. It's, I mean, it's can, insane. Can you just go to, I mean, I, I would just go to, H, I used to just go to HR Block. It do, they don't help. Like, they, they, still, I, I, they did, man. I would just go there and be like, here's my, like, W2s or whatever, W4s. And then, like, they charge me, like, 30 bucks. And then they give me, like, uh, they send me a check. That's not the way that Because I always got paid. Here. Yeah, we, uh, we, uh, we, unfortunately, I don't get paid. Well, yeah, I, I know where your situation is, especially when it comes to, when you, when you do the internet thing, I remember Nick Coffee and, and Matt. Oh, Jones, it's, it's miserable. Yeah, they told me how much they pay in taxes every year, and it just blew my mind. It's like, insane. The, the very first year, because I would follow uh, when I wasn't making uh, like hardly anything and was not married, I would just do like TurboTax. And like, yeah. you put in your, the amount, and like it comes up how much you owe originally. And I'm like, that's like 20% of what I made this whole year. Are you kidding me? And then you have to start doing like the the deductions. You start like putting stuff in. And then, like, you see, like, the ticker goes, like, on the little like, side. Like, it'll pop up, like, $13,000 what you owe. And you're like, oh, my God. And then when you start typing in more and more stuff, like, 
I drove this amount of miles for work. Like it goes down, and then it becomes like this game where you're like, how can how how close can I get this thing to zero without getting arrested potentially? <laughs> like what are we going to do here? But now with with my wife and, and us filing uh, filing jointly, and uh, you know me having I, thankfully this income is taxed. It's like typical by the book stuff. But, but can't it, you like claim because you claim? I mean, I don't know what my mom used to tell me. Like that was like the well, God love her. The parent dinner. She's like. The joys of having having you, Trevor, was like a, I made like ten grand every year on taxes. You do get to claim the kids by, by claiming kids. So I mean, do you do the? So I've no couples that like will, like the, the husband will claim them one year and the mom the, the wife will claim them another maybe or is, can you not do that if you're joint joint uh, joint together? Yeah, one year we filed separately because it made more sense and I don't remember why. This is why you hire somebody to do it. She but probably told you to. Yeah, it's just <laughs> the whole thing is just it, it's outrageous. And I I mean like again like thankfully this money is is easy. But a majority, like all of my car chronicle and espionation and, and uh, the, the freelance stuff is just not tight. And that's, yeah. just, that's where it becomes super hairy. And, and you're like, why do I? Because I've never had to pay. I've always gotten money. Even if I, if I do my taxes now, I would get money because I don't, I don't make squat. You're just leaving money on the table. I am. I'm, I'm saving them a couple hundred bucks probably a year. <laughs> you're welcome, government. It was cool. The first year I had this job, like back in the day, like getting those checks at first was like, oh. Like, wow, this chick's so big. Yeah. Great, big round number. This is fantastic. And then at the end of the year, you're like, oh, this sucks. This is not cool at all. Uh, and that's kind of. I, yeah, I can only imagine what you pay. Like I said, I've, I've talked to like people like Matt and Nick in the past, and they've told me like what they've had to pay. And I'm like, good Lord, man, I would be. Yeah, I would. I would almost cry if I saw that. The thing is, every year Mary's like shocked by it too. She's like, "Surely to God, we're not." Gonna, I'm like, "We're going to owe." <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you right now. There's a reason why we get Timmy. You're making the extra money hand over fist, I guess, in a way, through the year because you're not getting taxed on it, though. Yeah, I, mean, I, I guess. But like, we're you know, we've done it to where like the first year we were married, or so like I still we I did like TurboTax. And then we we've hired a couple of different people to do it, and like every year she's like, "No, th- this is wrong." There's no, I'm, I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's right. Like these people are paid a lot of money to do this, to like do this for a living. They know it. She's like, there's no way we owe this. I'm like, I'm telling you, we, we, we do. What was the, were you when, when in the early days of taxes, would you do the zero or the one? Cause is, is it zero? You get more on your check, but you have to get less in your taxes back. Is that what it was? I would take the most out. Every, I would too. So I get more back when I, when I, I still would. do that. Yeah. I think that's zero when you claim zero on it. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Like, like when you like, like, you know, I'm thinking about like us going through all of this. And, like we've got all of these like these documents and we're trying to work. And I'm like, how? Because like, I know there are people out there that are way dumber than we are. I love how you like adding expense. I've never done that in my life. Like I've never been like, oh, I had to drive to work. So that I'll count the gas mileage is, is like a yeah, it has to be, if it's a work related activity. I mean, isn't yeah. driving to work anything work related? But if you're an independent contractor, like if, if you're, if you're oh, okay, it, so if you work for like McDonald's, you don't right you don't exactly okay. like, like her driving somewhere for work is not. But it, for me, if I'm driving to cover a game, like technically that's the, those are deductible miles, and miles are like that's the best because like they you, you only get a certain amount, you don't you get all do that, that money back. But like miles, you get like I think like seventy five cent like per whatever it is. Like it is that's the best way to get money back. But like we'll have like I've got a workspace that technically is deductible if I have to buy a computer. Um, new which i'm like it's buy a new computer every year like that's deductible like the subscription fees and so stuff. you buy a computer and just deduct it and they would give you the money back for the computer. yeah but you don't I mean you don't get it all back like, okay. that's the thing like you're still yeah, some of it you're though. still if you're just buying a computer for tax purposes you're losing money out on the deal okay that's but why i was that's why i was like why don't everybody do this it, the whole thing's nuts <laughs> but i'm just like how do people just not get intro like the the irs came after me one year when i was working at the law firm because we changed offices for like the last two months of a calendar year and i 
they did, they forgot to give me a W two for those last two months when we had a different home address, and so I fought, and like I forgot to file. And this is when I was making like nine dollars an hour, being like a, a like clerk and a courier, yeah. and like so I I didn't file for like one hundred and fifty seven dollars worth of income or whatever, and they came after me and ended up having to pay like seven hundred. I'm like, don't you have people out there committing? How did they come? At what? How I did have they no find idea. You? Like I, I guess because like we were on their radar because this was a it's a big law firm making a lot of money. And so when one of the employees doesn't file something, that just pop, it pops up on their radar, even though it's me making, you know, one one millionth of every other person in that building. The guy that gets coffee. Yeah, and ends up having to pay like an extra – I think I ended up paying like more than I made that entire year just to the IRS. I was like, there are people committing wild, shameless tax fraud all over this damn country, and you're coming after me making $9 an hour as a poor clerk. Like, this is just ridiculous. But- that is ridiculous. I would – that, that- – too bad that wasn't in the days of Twitter. You could go on Twitter and shame the government. It was a pain in the ass too. I would just been like all this time on the phones, like come and uh, like, you know, I, I assumed at some point I was going to get to like somebody nice who was going to say like, "Oh yeah, we we're not concerned about this one hundred and fifty seven dollars. Uh, we need to be finding other." And like, no, they all were just complete a holes. Everybody I talked to, that's the IRS. <laughs> you hate the government. I hate the IRS for sure. <laughs> Absolutely hate them. Well- Keep saying that. You that no wonder they that. come after you. You can mark that clip. That's why they're coming at you. It's because you hate them. I mean, coming at me. I personally love the IRS, whether it be the government's branch or the wrestler from the nineties. Well, you need. To I I am an IRS fan. I'm an Erwin R. Schweitzer fan. <laughs> Money Inc. Baby, all the way. They should have been nicer to me. Uh, we've got. Oh, <laughs> you owe the money. I'm not gonna be that nice. I would have paid the hundred fifty bucks if I'd known. <laughs> Just tell me what I need to pay. Uh, we got the people news email of the day. You know what it's about. Prince Harry. It's the royal family. Queen Elizabeth denied King Edward VIII's dying wish to grant Wallace Simpson HRH title, a new documentary. I don't know who any of those people are. I was like, are you Queen speaking Elizabeth. gibberish to me? I, I don't know what any of that like, means. Read that one more time. <laughs> Queen Elizabeth. I know that. Denied King Edward VIII's dying wish to grant... Uh, Wallace Simpson HRH title new dot claims. Yeah, I think you're just messing. I, I <laughs> maybe I don't know even know what they mean. And the next the next biggest story in the world of celebrities, John Mayer brings his acoustic stylings to Vancouver. <laughs> and Vancouver never seen acoustic guitar. <laughs> it's Canada. They're just now learning who John Mayer is. Oh. <laughs> Missing woman found alive inside sunken jeep that a fisherman spotted on Texas Lake. Police say. Mm. That's incredible, actually. She's in a, the jeep was underwater. That's that's pretty nuts. How'd she survive under that? Yeah, I don't know. I, don't I know. guess it's just a jeep thing. <laughs> I had a buddy who you know you can take doors off jeeps and drive them. I did know that. I had a buddy who uh, had a had Todd Heap one year in fantasy, and his teammate was it's a Heap thing, and I was like, that's <laughs> pretty damn good. I never knew you could take the doors off jeeps. Oh yeah, like so. <laughs> I was doing a we were doing the TV show over at Zaxby's for, for the the station back when we used to do the TV show. Excuse me. Okay. And um, I was doing it, uh, I think, because I would rotate, like it'd be me and TJ or me and uh, Nick Roush and some, some uh, just rotating every weekend. Well, this weekend, I guess it was me and Big Blue Drew, and uh, he was doing it, and he drives a Jeep. And I, like, pull up, and like I'm like, like Drew, are you okay, man? Like, you have no we- doors on your, your Jeep. I was, like, I was like, do you need some money or something? Like, do you need me to, you need some help? And he's like, no, I just took them off and left them in the garage. I'm like, what if you hit like a sharp turn? You just fall out of your car. Like, why is it Jeeps are allowed not allowed to have doors? But you wear seatbelts. Well, yeah, but I mean, I don't take the door off my Rav Four. It's a Jeep thing. Why? Wait, why? What is it? You what wouldn't is it? understand. I 
What is it about a Jeep that makes it okay to just take doors off? I did know where the doors coming out, but so when I did the radio show with with John, John always had a deal with um, with one of the Jeep dealerships here, so he's always driving a Jeep. Okay, and never driven a Jeep. I did know he thought it was just like common knowledge, and I guess it, it's more. It's certainly more widely known than I I thought it was at the time because I'd never heard of it. But people who drive Jeeps, they when they see each other, they give each other the peace sign. It's like a thing, okay. and so he's like saying this as if it's common knowledge, and I was like I've. I was like, what? I was like, did you just throw that out. I was like, when I used to, I was like, we had a thing like that when I was driving my Chevy Lumina. If you saw another Lumina, you just had a single tear fall down your cheek <laughs> as you looked at the other person driving on the other lane. But like, the pollution commercial from the 70s. Jeep culture is a real deal, Trevor. Jeep culture is a real thing. I mean, I just don't, I didn't, A, I didn't know you could take doors. I mean, I guess I know you could take doors off. I just don't understand. I really don't understand why. Like, They're incredibly what, unsafe. Features. What is the appeal? Like, I just want to take the door. I mean, why don't I take my windshield out? Show off those legs. I mean, I get the convertible, but I mean, what's the point of having no having no door? Feel the breeze on your <laughs> the breeze on my calves. The Irish wisp that I, mean, I have on my my leg hair. And, and I, I'm and I'm serious. And if there's a texture, you can answer this question. I would really know. Like, why is it only Jeeps? Why can't I take the door off my Cadillac? It would be kind of fun to see like Twitter cameras just without back doors. I'm in a Rav Four with no doors on just, it. Just kids like sitting gonna... there. Like, like this, it's, it's a Camry thing. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I know I don't have a spare tire to begin with on the back of my rap You don't. You get that fixed. I, it's We're still working tr- on that. It's in the trunk. Uh, but I mean, if, I, if if a cop saw me driving my my my, my car with no doors on it and it wasn't a jeep, I'd get pulled over, right? I yeah, probably. I mean, they, that's what happened to planes, trains, automobiles. They had no doors or mirrors or working functions, but the radio worked perfectly. I mean, I, you, well, I don't know what's a jeep, what's what's special about a jeep that makes you say you, I can take the doors off you. You wouldn't understand. I don't understand. I want to. Jeep culture. <laughs> Freaking cold. I saw uh, Jamarian Sharp, who's famous for being the tallest player in college basketball from Western Kentucky, announced his list of schools uh, that he's been hearing from. because he, He's in the transfer portal. He's going to shock you, but Arkansas is on his list. I thought you were going to say us. <laughs> no, we are, we are not on his list. Kentucky is, though. Okay. Kentucky's looking for a replacement big man now. You got, you got Yagana not going to be there next year, although he's – Maybe coming back. Sheboy's maybe coming back now. They don't know what's going on. The roster's all over the place. Uh, but they're in on Jamarian Sharp. If you're Sheboy, why wouldn't you come back? You're going to make more money at UK and you're going to make it a second round pick. You'll be more famous for sure. Yeah. You'll be a bigger part of the national conversation, definitely. Uh, but like, he's got a lot of guys after him. West Kentucky, I mean, it, it blows my mind how bad they were. I mean, they lost to us by 11. They had so much talent. <laughs> and you can see it based on the, the guys who are leaving that program, the schools that are coming after them. Like, like they. They had a very talented team, and that's why their head coach is. is you think no someone's saying that about us too? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I mean, if you did, if if you did have two guys who were good enough to go I to mean, Arizona the, State and North Carolina, you yeah. probably should have won more than four games. They, we've got guys. They, they got a guy going to Xavier. We got guys going to Arizona State, and North Carolina, and LLS will go somewhere. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> you're probably right. Yeah, people are like, "Oh my god!" Well, that's why we beat them by eleven. What were they doing? <laughs> I mean, I think people have probably realized that before. Okay, I don't think I don't think it's coming to light that we should, probably should have won more than four this games. Isn't last groundbreaking news! Oh my god, <laughs> did you see what happened to Louisville last year, honey? I don't know why you it's like that the voice. plot for Grand Torino has been used over and over. <laughs> it's not original. It's not original. Uh, the, the the Bart Torvik transfer rankings that I mentioned earlier. Somebody said who's number one on that list. You said Perry is number two. Uh, Perry is number two. Number one is Stephen Ashworth, the sharpshooter from Utah State, who um, is in the portal. Uh, we have not reached out to Ashworth. I know that because I saw his list came out yesterday. Max Ace missed the high scoring guard from Oral Roberts is number three. 
what he's rumored for anything. I haven't seen his list. I, I haven't have seen a, a list of schools for him. I know that we there has not been much buzz about Louisville being in on him, which sucks because he's really, really good. Um, but he's he's number three in the list. Hunter Dickinson, if you're wondering, is number four. Graham Ike from Wyoming is number five. Aaron Estrada from Hofstra is six. Uh, Noah Thomason from Niagara is seven. Jesse Edwards, the big man from Syracuse who averaged a double-double. Just declared, didn't he? Just declared last yeah. night that he's in the transfer portal. He's number eight. B.J. Mack from Walford is nine. And then Dalton Necht uh, from Northern Colorado is ten. Um, to my knowledge, we are not you know, any of these guys. L. <laughs> Ellis, by the way, is number eight. Besides Perry. Perry's number two. L. Uh, Ellis, by the way, is number 18 on this list. I get you with the entire team. We're not on any of them. Tyler Perry. We're, we're on him. Okay. And you never know. KP works in silence. Maybe he's just he's working behind the scenes, Trev. HRH uh, is... Silent but deadly is what you're saying? HRH is his royal highness, according to the text line. From that headline that we didn't understand. That still didn't help me. I still don't know who Edwards and who was the other person. Prince well, it was Queen Elizabeth. Yeah, I know who she is or was. It was like Hunter Wallace, something like that. Hunter Pence? Grant Hunter Wallace. I don't know. I didn't get it. That's why it was funny. Goodwill Hunter. Was it funny? I don't think it was. <laughs> uh, Texas Mike, please watch Drumline before Shallow Howl just so we can all hear Treff meltdown. <laughs> what movie would drive you crazy? If you while you watched it, that you have that I've suggested? Yes. Oh, good Lord, I've suggested so many movies. If I watched it before Shallow How. <laughs> well, that's... Like a movie that you hate. <laughs> I don't... This is a movie. Elvis. If I watched Elvis before... Elvis was awful. I've not seen the new Top Gun still. That's not off. No, Elvis is bad. The new Top Gun is just overrated. Didn't the new Elvis get nominated for, like, Best Picture? <laughs> Drugs are apparently rolling rampant in Hollywood. <laughs> the movie sucked. <laughs> Here's the tax video. It's one of my favorites. I might send this to you. <laughs> it is very good. Here. The Top Gun, I just thought was over. I didn't think it was bad. I just didn't think it was as, I thought the hype was a little way too much. Are you sending something to me? I'm going to send you the, the tax video. You're determined to watch this tax video. It's, it's really funny. It just, it, it's, it's very, very accurate because I don't understand how taxes. I don't understand how we get away with this. It should be a better system. It should be a lot easier. There you go. I just send that to with you. The, 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 the DMing? To do taxes. Oh. <laughs> Texas, happy wedding anniversary to TK's parents. Grandparents. Grandparents is April 15th, yeah. April 15th. They're married in San Francisco. Well, I'm sad it's going to be this weekend. We could have had a, a party. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it's, I mean, they both have been passed for many years, so I think they'll, 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 they'll understand. Texas, Trevor's music choices for the outro and intro crack me up sometimes. You like Neil Diamond? Sometimes they just don't fit. Well, I just never... Remember, you don't like the spinners from Bam Bam? And it, it, Which, by the way, I, I learned that song from watching like the infomercials on like the uh, the Don Schuler's like Golden Hits the CD or something. Man, there are times where like I'm like whatever music choice that you you use, and it's not intentional because you plan this out before the show. But like it, More it 100 does not fit what I just said, and it's like almost it's borderline <laughs> inappropriate. And I'll be I'll be saying it, and it will piss me off, and I'm like, oh, this is so bad. But then I'll remember that it's not about me. People, I'm like, if I'm listening to this, though, I'm laughing my ass off. And so I'm like, for you guys, congratulations. This is hilarious. But for me, it's 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 frustrating. Okay, first of all, I got the video of the, the kid from Two and a Half Men doing taxes. You guys kind of look like it. He does look like it. <laughs> you want me to play it? Play it. He's got a Facebook link. 
I know. It's what, it's what the texture sent me. Hi, I'm 18 years old. This is my first time paying taxes. I really don't know what I'm doing. Can you tell me how much I owe and I'll just pay it? No, we can't do that. You have to figure out that amount for yourself. Oh, okay. Well, if I'm just a little bit off in the amount I owe, it'll be okay because it's my first time, right? Oh, no. We already know how much you owe exactly. I mean, down to the penny, but you still have to figure that out for yourself. Well, what if I get that amount wrong? You go to federal prison. What? <laughs> it's, it's so true. I like the piece of paper behind her that says IRS. <laughs> yeah. It's a high quality video. <laughs> we don't need TikTok. No offense, dude. You really need to put on a wig to, to make us think you were a woman. Uh, <laughs> I was wondering to begin with. Beast, uh, Beast of Chew. Beast 502 mode on Twitter. You, but you can always tweet at us. At Trevor Kelsey at Card Chronicle says you can take doors off the new Broncos as well. Isn't a Bronco like a Jeep? Kind of, yeah. A little bit, but not, not, not really. I mean, it's the it's the OJ car. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. The white Bronco. Imagine if, if it'd be a, a much funnier car chase if OJ just hadn't had doors. <laughs> just legs. Maybe he would have been fine. Maybe, AC just does a tuck and roll out the door. Maybe that's the car on the highway. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he wouldn't have killed anybody. That extra air would have just made him happy. Well, he didn't kill anybody. That's true. He was innocent. The burden of proof is on the state. Granted, he had to pay the, the civil suits right afterwards to him. Still, uh, still baffles me in its own way, but, you know, hey. Tech just says, oh, this is a lengthy text. You can go to the IRS website at any point in the year and put in your income and deduction information, and the website will tell you how much you owe in taxes for that year. Oh, no, we do the quarterly payments. Like, we pay ahead of time, but it's not because my money, my, my income fluctuates so much. It's just, it winds up not being accurate. Um, yeah. It's still a lot. It's, and it's annoying. Texas says, what's harder to understand? Taxes or Coach Kenny Payne's plan? <laughs> um, were you able to accomplish the Rubik's Cube? No. I was just thinking, I don't know why I was just wanting to throw something else out there that's complicated and that's like first thing that popped in my mind. And, but I know there are some people who like, my cousin can do it in like two minutes. No matter things, what, he's like a savant somehow. Well, I think it's one know. of those things when you get it down, when you figure out the the pattern, like you just you don't forget. I it. never it's, could it's get just close. It. I couldn't either. I, I don't know how it is. I'd get so frustrated. Because there are people who can do it like with their eyes closed, like they they can look That's at it one time. Insane. But it's like, but it's also like like it's people. It, it's not an uncommon thing anymore. Like I feel like a it's lot of right. people can do it. You just need to figure out the the little like the rotation. Well, yeah, you just match the colors. Well. Thanks. Yeah, I, I know how it works. <laughs> we know how to work it. But it's it's the same pattern over and over and over again to like to get all the the, the colors on the same side. I just I, I never learned how to do it. Oh, I didn't know that. Texas, what are the odds that I'm following an Astro van? Uh, so as he's talking, somebody sends in a picture from the highway of him directly behind an Astro. Van. Who the, who the hell drives an Astro van? Somebody with an Indiana Trust and God license. Plate, that sounds who are about right. Notoriously the worst drivers. I point this out every, every time I get cut off or someone's going like 30 in a 45. I'm always like, what do you know? Trust in God, Indiana license plate. They don't know what they're doing out there. They're my arch enemies on the road. I could. That makes more sense. I think. That- do they make Astro Vans anymore? Oh, they do. <laughs> Chevy Astro Van. I mean, that looks like a rape van. Imagine if I take the doors off that. I mean, the, the passenger door didn't even open anyway. That van. I can't believe you drove one of those things. It's a, it was a minivan. As a 22-year-old. Oh, was that 20? Yeah, I was like, well, yeah, 20, yeah, that's about right. Yeah, 22, yeah. Texas, I don't care if we get uh, Mackenzie Mbaco and two guards named Tanzini and Zucchini, a freshman or portal, got to make the tourney next year or new era starts over again. Pretty much tournament or bust. Texas, we're stealing five stars from Duke, and we got TK hijacking the show again to get us started. Back to normal times, I suppose. 
Wait a minute. I like, first of all, only half that statement's true. We haven't actually taken a five-star from Duke. He just decommitted from Duke. This is true. We haven't actually landed him yet. If we landed everybody we thought we were going to land, we would have had one hell of a class last year. A lot of comp- competition for playing time. Yeah, it had been just loaded. Uh, the derailing part of yeah, the edge true, though. Let's see. Apparently, uh, Edward VIII was Queen Elizabeth's uncle. He became king after his father, George V, died, but abdicated the throne so that he could marry Wallace Simpson, who was a twice divine. Okay, so this is the person who You made, made me more confused. I knew this because I watched The Queen or whatever that show is on The, the Crown. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Since Edward had no heirs to the throne, it passed to his brother, the Queen's father, George VI. So there it is. But I still, the headline still confused me. So Edward's dead? I think they're all dead at this point because Edward was Elizabeth's uncle, so he would have been like. I would assume he's dead. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna be hundred. But he was. He was. He abdicated the throne. He moved to America, married Wallace Simpson, who was an American citizen, lived here happily. Like basically, like was shunned by the rest of the royal family. And the result of all that was Queen Elizabeth wound up becoming queen at like nineteen years of age, very young, very young. A lot of pressure. It's on like Trump, old. right there. Very young. She's very young. Imagine if I'd been head of a entire country at 19 years old what I would have done can you imagine yourself right now at 43 <laughs> yeah be, be like Roger he took over the banana republic country <laughs> what would you do what would be your first act as as dictator emperor president whatever what, what where am I at anywhere am I, am I, that your country is yours to mold and make your own what uh, do you change to make the world more appropriate and akin to your liking Oh, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I mean... Are drugs just legal? For the most part, yeah. For the most part. I don't know what that means. Well, we, we don't like pharmaceuticals. Okay. Um, you know, man-made beer, God-made pot, who do you trust? Um, I had a lighter that said that. The... I don't know. That's a good question. I had to, I never thought about it. I, never, I thought you'd have more ready for that. that I know. I've never really thought about taking over my own country. You have a lot of ideas about what not to do. I've, 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 I've had many of fantasies... In my life, but I don't think any one of them has ever been like, I'm going to run my own country. You can you can rule the people however you want, and you've got no ideas. I'd be a good ruler. You're not you're not really convincing me. I mean, I would I would uh, no taxes. Okay, that's a start. You, uh, you're moving you're moving now. How are you paying for public roads and schools and stuff? With the drugs we sell to America. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Colombia. I've got my doubts now. We're not off to a great start. Uh, let's take a we'll take a break. When we come back, uh, more from you guys in the text line five zero two four one four four two. Work for Central America. Why can't it work for me? More about Trevor's thoughts about what he would do if he ruled a country. Coming up after the break here on fourteen fifty and ninety six one the Big X. Yeah. 
give a name But it'll still be two days till I say I'm sorry Hold it now and watch the hood wink Does it make you stop think? You'll think you're looking at Aquaman I summon fish to the dish Although I like the shallow Swiss I like the sushi Cause it's never touch a frying pan Hot like wasabi when I bust rhymes Big like Leanne rhymes Because I'm all about value Dirt campers got really the mad hits right You try to match with I like you this song I can tell I've like always liked it Can I like a sink and it can check out like vanilla It's the finest of the flavors Do you think this one? No You know lyrics You're good with lyrics Yeah I was not thinking of this but I feel bad. I'm the kind of guy that laughs at a funeral. Don't understand what I mean. Well, you soon will. I'm the kind of guy that would run out of sleep. I have a history of taking off my I like that line. It's a good line. I know it's a comedy song and it was probably more thin at the time, but I still like the song. You know what I do like? I like this thing a million dollars by Bare Naked Ladies. I do like Louisville City FC soccer. I do too. Rematch of the USL Championship Final is going down this Saturday, April 15th at 7.30. It's college night. Arrive early to Lynn Family Stadium for $2 beers and a t-shirt giveaway. And stay late for a silent disco and other yard games in the fan zone. Call 502-LUCIDY or visit lucidy.com slash tickets to get your tickets today. Uh, you were mentioning this before. <laughs> You're not a big fan of the silent disco. No, I didn't say I wasn't. I just didn't, like, understand it. I didn't know about it until just recently. Oh. Like, and I just... It's been a thing for a couple of years, I feel like. Well, at least, so, that's so me thought. learning about it like less than a, like a month or so ago doesn't shock anyone. Yeah, I say a couple of years, which means it's probably been like five or six years. Like, I'm late to stuff. <laughs> well, you're, you're somehow later than I am, but we're neither one of us are on top of the new trends. You're like, you're like when it comes to trends, you're Canada. I'm like Eastern Europe. Pretty much. <laughs> Miami Weiss, brand new show. <laughs> yeah, it's, I, uh, it's a new thing. I had a friend, yeah, I, I was I was talking to a buddy and he was telling me, he was you know, like, what are you doing tonight? He's like, I'm going over doing the silent disco. And I was like, I mean, any disco should be done silently, I thought. I mean, you know, ha-ha, did it. And he was like, no, you, like, so, I mean, I don't know. I've never been to one. So, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. It's like the day of, like, baffled Trevor, like, doors on Jeeps and, and everything. But, like, so, I'm just picturing, like, this, this, like, room full of people. And it's, like, complete silence because everyone's wearing headphones and they're just dancing to themselves. That's pretty much it. Although you do have, like, I've seen some videos where, like people are like singing and like and like you know there's like a video of like how this sounds in your head and like you hear the actual music and people are dancing and you're singing and then it's like how we hear it. it's the DJ and it's just like a bunch of people like with dead silence we're just like like just belting out these lyrics that sounds awful it's it's an interesting concept I don't know what the appeal is but like what what why do why don't you stay at home and listen to music well you know because then you're not around people. But I mean, are you dancing with someone? What if they're listening yeah. to a slow song and you're listening to a fast song? Well, I think at the I think everybody's listening to the same thing. Well, then why, why do you put headphones on? It's, I don't know. It's just the way that they do it. Yeah. I don't understand this. Uh, it's not for us. It's not. For, it's not for you and I. That's, that's fine. We're gonna be okay. <laughs> Very confused today. I know. It's, it's, an inquisitive Tuesday edition. It is of the Mike Rutherford. Show. We want to learn today. We we want to teach you as much as you teach us. We have a new Esquire list for you to be mad at. Are you ready for it? <laughs> yeah, because I haven't pissed off in twenty minutes, so might as well. The best movies of twenty twenty three so far from Esquire. I didn't know there has been a good movie in twenty twenty three so far. Now, do you know? I know you're not typically on top of things in this in the zeitgeist in the social commentary. Good, because I didn't know what Zeitgeist was. <laughs> Are you familiar with the movie Megan, which has been a big deal so far this year? No, I'm not familiar with this movie. Okay. Megan, basically like this sort of, this AI doll 
this this robot is programmed to protect this little girl. Like she's, you know, this little girl's kind of lonely. She's, she's the, the, you can buy these robots. This is a futuristic world that we're not too far away from, and you can buy robots that be, befriend the kids. But she turns like into Teddy like Teddy Rebskin? exactly. But a more like Teddy Rebskin a hundred years into the future. Okay. And she starts like killing everybody that that messes with this girl, and she becomes way too overprotective. So child's play meets meets Willard a little bit. <laughs> Is Michael Jackson doing a love song about the doll? Right, Megan, no, really. the two no. of us. But she like she dances. She's yeah. She's she, she, it's it's a while. I haven't seen the movie, but it's been talked about a lot. Um, okay. so that's on their list. Skinnamarink. Oh, I've not heard of. What is it? Skinnamarink. That sounds like like a, like a softcore porn movie. It looks like based on just like the still frame from the trailer, like kind of a found footage horror film, like. Kind of like Blair Witch, like Paranormal Activity type thing. I could be wrong about that, but yeah, it's been a viral sensation according to the fine folks at Esquire. So far, these two movies are not in my wheelhouse, so I'm not going to probably watch them. Saint Omer, I've never heard of. Nor have I. Is it another slasher horror movie type thing? It is a... I don't know. I I, I don't know. Should I Google these like along with you? No. Uh, When You Finish Saving the World is is on the list as well. It, It does feature the... The kid from uh, Stranger Things, Mike. Okay, he was also in the uh, the Afterlife movie, okay. Ghostbusters. It's got him. It's got Julianne Moore, and apparently, it's Jesse Eisenberg's directorial debut. Okay. okay. I, I mean, I haven't even. I, I know that we're not expected to watch these movies. I haven't heard of any of these. The Civil Dead. Well, I mean, first never of, heard of them. Okay, again, we we're only in April. How can I mean? I've heard of Megan. I have not. That's it. I mean, Infinity Pool, Jessica. No. Magic Mike's Last Dance. Have heard of that? I have heard of Ma- I've there never seen is. one. But there it is. I've never seen any of the movies, but I know what Magic Mike is. Magic Mike's Last Dance. I knew that. I knew that was happening. Boom. We're at top of things. The When You Finish Me movies. First of all, this came out in 2022. Well, it's, I guess, released in theaters. Esquire. Esquire, get on it. Liar. Channing Tatum. It's a, movie, it's a movie about a mother and a, her teenage son who can't seem to connect if they try to find that bonds them and other people. Now, I have heard of this one, too, uh, which is about to come out because I've seen the commercials for it recently. Renfield. Yeah, I've seen the commercials for that, yeah. Nick Cage is Dracula. Not, I thought he played Renfield. No, he's Dracula. Okay. Um, Christopher Lee is in it. Yeah. This is this is good. I won't. I probably won't see it. I mean, I, I, mean, I won't see it, but I'm aware of it. It looks corny. That's a win. I, I, think, you know, I, thought, I think you would watch it because it kind of felt, feel like it falls into the, you like that, like, where we are in the shadows type thing. What we do in the shadows, yeah. Yeah, and sure. that, I feel like that it kind of falls in that same area of that show or movie. I might watch it. Kind of slap, not slapstick comedy, but a comedy kind of. I'll see it sometime in 2030. I mean, it's no Monster Squad, but. Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. <laughs> We've at least heard of it. I've heard of Mission Impossible. I've heard of the new Barbie movie. There's a Barbie movie? Oh, yeah, it's been memed everywhere. Marco Robbie and, and uh, Ryan uh, Reynolds. No, no, Ryan uh, Gosling. I always get him confused. Yeah. <laughs> Let's say Ryan Reynolds, really? <laughs> Ryan Gosling is Ken. Wow. Is he going to have the Aqua, Aqua Girl song on the soundtrack? No. Well, then I don't want to see it. Maybe. Who knows? I used to, when I worked at Books a Million, my manager loved that song. And he would play that damn song over and over at Books a Million in the cafe. There you go. Esquire. Once again, we are on fully on top of the latest trends in the world of art and entertainment. That's I mean, I'll give him this. I might actually watch that that uh what movie we, we you I looked up. 
the When We Saved the World movie. Okay. I might check that out. Is it on streaming somewhere? Uh, I think it's probably not yet. Uh, probably soon. Hopefully soon. I mean, I like Emma Stone. I like Julianne Moore. We got a little bit of, of breaking news from the Louisville baseball team. Um, tonight's game between Louisville and Kentucky was canceled as in direct uh, reaction to yesterday's tragic events. We knew that was happening. But just announced Louisville and Bellarmine are going to play Wednesday night as part of Heroes Week at Patterson Stadium. Uh, they're going to take the field Wednesday night at Jim Patterson uh, on a night that is, quote, focused on community and healing throughout the city. The two Division One universities from the city will join together for a pregame ceremony and a moment in sil- uh, of silence in honor of the victims of Monday's uh, tragic shooting in Louisville. The game is scheduled for 7 p.m. following the citywide vigil, which is going to take place tomorrow at 5 p.m., and the game's going to be free for everybody. So no charge tomorrow night at Jim Patterson if you want to see Bellarmine and Louisville play baseball. And it's, it's a good thing, too, because Bellarmine, not just a city team, they're coached by Chris Dominguez this year. Uh, his, his first year as their head coach, a former U of L player. Maybe so, my favorite U of L player. You're a big fan. So I'm a big fan. This is a cool event. Uh, the quote from Josh Hurd is, like all of us who call Louisville home, these two programs fiercely love the city. As Scott Wiegand, Chris Dominguez, Dan McDonald, and myself discussed the idea of playing a game, we had one simple objective in mind. Can we somehow help the city heal from the tragic events that transpired on Monday? We are hopeful that this game is one way we might be able to offer a small reprieve as we navigate this time as a community. So Wednesday, tomorrow, 7 p.m., a game is part of a week-long focus on recognizing the first responders in the city of Louisville. That recognition is going to continue through this weekend, which was previously scheduled. This wasn't just a direct role directly related to what happened yesterday. Uh, we were already going to have Heroes Weekend this weekend for the three-game series against Wake Forest, but that will now be extended to tomorrow's game. So Louisville Bellarmine tomorrow, 7 o'clock, free for everybody at Jim Patterson. If you want to watch the Cards and Knights play baseball, you can do so. Uh, cool idea there by Scott Weekend, Josh Hurd, and, and the two coaches. That's yeah. I, I like that. Um, all right, 502-414-1450 is the Thornton sex line. We'll take a couple of texts here to wrap up hour number two. Texture says, uh, with when Trevor says he doesn't do taxes, does he mean literally doesn't file or someone does it for him? If the prior how? Yeah. Uh, H&R Block. Yeah, that's 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 what happens. Um, Texture says taxes maybe. I pay fi- everybody to do everything for me. I'm lazy. I'm it's the American way, right? Texture says uh, taxes may be complicated, but something that isn't complicated <laughs> that isn't complicated is getting in Trevor's mom's pants. <laughs> Where's that? Okay. <laughs> I, I I told you this already, so so texter you 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 who love to talk about my mom. I don't even know if this is the same guy. I don't know it either, but I'll, if, if it isn't you, if you're the, if you are the one you haven't texted you listening on you. So I told her about this, and of course, God love my mom. She's like, do I know him? She's like, is it so? I'm like, I don't think you know him, mom. She's like, is his name Steve? I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I'm like just a random listener. We have people who I don't know listen to the show that that, that and like they say that they want to hook up with you. And when I can't remember, I texted you her exact responses. What was it? Well, tell them to quit, <laughs> talk, quit being all talk. Either come out, come over and put out, or shut up. <laughs> so text her. My mom's waiting. I love your mom. <laughs> it's a great response. It's hilarious. She's been been watching The Crown lately. I finally showed her how to use Netflix on her TV. The crown's good, and she's been like, she's been, yeah, she's been hooked on the crown. Yeah, I, I mean, I watched most of it. It's, it's definitely good. I've not watched it. It's not my thing. I don't even think about it. Uh, Texture says, if the Duke decommit and Baco joins, do you think we lose one of the six current forwards? Bhh, Flowers, Glenn, James, Acora, Four, and Trainer looks very crowded. 
Maybe. I mean, I mean, I, I, I mean, we still haven't heard what Brandon Huntley Hatfield is going to do. We don't. I mean, we don't even know if he's coming back. Uh, Flowers is more of a small forward, I think. Than I don't think him and, and Mbaka would play the same spot. I can. I mean, Okorafor, we still don't know. I think he and and this guy would play similar roles. I don't know. I mean, you might lose JJ. I don't. I think JJ clearly wants to be here, but maybe he says I'm not gonna get the playing time that I want now. I don't know. Um, a lot of people keep bringing up too. Like, do you think we're gonna lose Karan? Like, everybody just wants to kick Karan Davis to the curb at this point. Where they're like, like no one knows who he is. I'm like, we have plenty of scholarships. Like, we've got we've got time. But they're like, if we get this guy, can we? Will Karan Davis be out? I'm like, I, I, at this point, I want to see Karan Davis play. Because I've got no idea if this guy's good or not, and I am dying to know. Like, what if just kid- like a week ago we got excited about him because his cousin was on FAU? I don't know if we got excited about him. I, I think there was it was an intriguing development that his cousin was was playing well for Florida Atlantic, but like I, I don't know. Like, like he's such a bizarre signing that it's it, it's almost so outside of the box that I've got to know if it's like how how it's going to work out. I, it's like that movie, that plot. You're like, this seems wrong. This just doesn't seem like any. But now I'm, I'm hooked. I've got to see how they tie all this together. I've got to see if this, this winds up working out for everybody involved. That's how I feel about Karan. Like, That's be, how I feel watching Grand Torino. I'm going to be. <laughs> Come on. In shallow how? <laughs> I've got to know if this kid can play. I've got to see it with my own eyes. I want to see it. Texter says, uh, if we somehow get Perry and your headline on Card Chronicle isn't Medea becomes a Cardinal, I'll be a little bit disappointed. You're gonna you're gonna do you're gonna do a reference, right? No. Oh come on! I know it's low hanging fruit, but it's that's too it's too low. Like th- there will be jokes to be made during the season, but for the initial signing, I mean, you think that guy hasn't heard it a million times already? <laughs> what a terrible first impression for the city if everybody's whatever. Like, you don't think he hasn't used it to his advantage too? How so? I don't know. Like he gets in the club. Like I'm Tyler Perry. I don't. Like, does anybody really know what Tyler Perry looks like? Yes, I'll, everybody. <laughs> he puts his name and his face on everything. Everybody knows what Tyler Perry. Like I, I've never seen a Tyler Perry movie, and I know exactly what he looks like and what he sounds. The like. The only Tyler Perry movie I like is the one he did when he when he, he didn't even write it. It's the Ben Affleck movie where the the wife pretends to be murdered. He plays his lawyer in that movie. Oh yeah, he does. Was it's, it, it's it a good movie? Um, gone, not Gone Baby Gone. Gone Girl. Gone Girl. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's, he's. I like him in that movie. He is good. Um, but yeah, no, I think that Tyler Perry's probably, I have my best friend's name is Andrew Weber and he, every single year at school, like the teacher would call a roll and they'd be like, Oh, you're not related. Is your middle name Lloyd? And he's like, he like wanted to strangle the teacher every Come single on, year. Tyler Perry's more famous than Andrew Weber. Andrew Lloyd Weber. I think, I bet you, you go to the mall, more people are going to Tyler Perry than Andrew Lloyd Weber. Of course. But like, still, like, it was a, like, it's an easy joke to make. And like, yeah, he was so sick of it. Like he wanted to kill everybody who made. Like I don't. I, Tyler Perry's heard every Tyler Perry joke there is. I'm sure. Like I, I, I've grown. One of my friends in high school. His name was Frank Thomas. I mean, here's the joke to be made. If you wanted to do this, Tyler Perry did make a show back in the day. I don't know if it's still on. That was called House of Pain. Yeah, I remember. P a y n e. I mean, it's there. It's, you go. It's right there. The easiest thing in the entire world. But no, I mean, there will be low hanging fruit jokes to be made during games. But as far as like signing him, no, we're not going to do that. My buddy named Frank Thomas. We used to call him the Big Burnt. He drank bong water. I'm sure he appreciated that. <laughs> Texas, I had a 99 Ford Explorer back in the day that I could pull the key out while it was running and lock it. It was a worn-out key slash starter. Definitely not done by design. So, <laughs> so it's not a car. It's not a car design. It's 
not not intentional. I mean, that's a lot cooler than taking the door off, if you ask me. I think it kind of is too. I mean, I, yeah, it was like a like a, a push start before it's time. Texas says, Mike, uh, buy Trevor the shirt. It's a shirt that says "Ban the Van" and has a van on it. <laughs> I was when I was a kid, my my neighbor had one. It was like they had like the big white van with like, the TV in the back, and oh really? Oh yeah, it was like the fancy like the fancy van, like the kind that that the Jerry would leave in the woods because he didn't want to drive it. And like I so I always kind of wanted a van as a kid. Like I was, I always thought it was the coolest thing. And now, don't get me wrong, the Astro Van I had was nowhere near my. It's kind of like my equivalent of my life, I guess. But it's nowhere the dream van I wanted. But I would still take a van. My mom had a for a period when I was growing up had a gigantic Lincoln Town car that we called the Big Blue Boat. <laughs> I've never seen anybody below the age of eighty five driving it besides her. <laughs> my grandpa drove a Cadillac, like big gold Cadillac, like that. I love it. You turn the radio on, the windshield wipers would start. Texas, how about the fact that the federal government penalizes me by charging me a higher rate on my taxes just because I work harder and achieve more than the average American? <laughs> now we're getting into the, the, government. the depth of the of the issue here. Uh, no new taxes. Texas says UPS trucks uh, drive with their doors open. This is true. This is true. So do mail trucks, I guess, and but Amazon. They, but their their doors are open. They don't take them off. No. I mean, you. <laughs> I mean, it's one thing to take my door off my car. I mean, another one, I'm driving down the street with my door wide open. Texas, I'm a CPA, and I do corporate taxes for a living. I hate doing our personal taxes every year. Other than my own, the only personal uh, return I do is my mom's, and hers is super simple. It's the worst. Well, they probably hate it because they also do it for a living. Still, like, it, it, you think it'd be, like, easy. Like, you can just knock it out. Like, if I had to do, if someone didn't know how to navigate, like, a a one-hour radio show, and, like, I do this every day, I... I we could, we talk about nothing already. Like I could easily do that and be like, yeah, it's kind of annoyance, but I'll, I'll do it. Like this is taxes are. I think everybody hates it. Like it's just, it's yeah. unnecessarily complicated. I mean, do you think most people profession like? Do you think a porn star just doesn't want to make love to his wife when he gets home? I think it's probably different. <laughs> like, I've been, like, he's trying to like he's like she's rubbing his shoulder. He's like, honey, I've been doing this all day at work. You think that's how it feels like when I get home? And, like they ask the question about like why Haley, why is Haley Van Lith transferring? Do you think I'm like I don't know? I, I, we I, just I, talked I, about it for two hours. Trust me, I know how you feel. Is Kenny that. gonna get a guard? <laughs> Stop! I can't talk about this anymore. <laughs> that's like everybody. I mean, I feel like it's gonna be everybody. Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, I, the thing is, and I think we we got in this conversation last week. I feel like. I don't like talking that much to be like, I'm not a huge talker. And so I do this for three hours and then like, I really don't want to talk sometimes when I get home, like playing with the kids is one thing. Like I'm fine with that. Yeah. But like, if I do like, you know, if, if like, like somebody will call and be like, Hey man, I got some questions like about like the game. I'm like, I don't, I, I just, I don't want to talk about this. I'm sorry. I don't. No, but sports related. I'm kind of the same way. Cause, yeah. uh, but I mean, I can be a talk, especially if I got a little buzz going on. I'm like, Oh yeah, I can ramble. But I walk in the door and Mary's like, but mostly I want have to you ever seen you. Shallow Hal? <laughs> I swear to God. I can't do this anymore. Mary, I will buy you a poster signed by the every by the director of Love and Basketball if you, if you do that to him every day. Mary does not have good thoughts about Shallow Hal. <laughs> she probably doesn't like she, <laughs> Has she seen it? Uh, no. Texas says, nothing beats driving with no doors and the AC pumping during a hot summer day. <laughs> I mean... I drive, I drive, I was coming here today with the window down and my AC on. I had the windows down today, too. AC on? No. See, I do the AC and windows, though. Yeah. 
Texas, any chance that here we go? Any chance that we move on from Davis with scholarships becoming limited? I mean, we still have four spots available. What? <laughs> well, he, he's the least known, so he's being the one kicked to the curb. We're just trying to, to get off my plan to Karan Davis. Everybody just wants him out of here. Everybody's just like, get him out of here. We'll bring in anybody new. I mean, we don't even know if any of these guys are going to come here. We only know Karan Davis. Probably know he's been. He's already here. He, he might be. Do we? Do, I mean, we don't know what he looks like. We don't know who he is. I know what he looks like. Oh, do we? Okay. I've seen a picture. I've got no idea if he can. Play. I think there's any pictures of him. Oh, there are pictures of him. They're hard to find, but you can. Find yeah, them. Just, <laughs> you go down the go down the web. I, I yeah. I had to I, go to page two of the Google search. It's very, yeah. It's a lot. It's like me looking for like the we've talked about like the dark web. It's like my equivalent dark web is going like page three on my Google search. How would we access the dark web? What if we? Uh, I told you, I mean, we both have Googled it at one time. I just, there's, there's, I'd be the worst criminal of all time. Like, you know, I'd be like the guy, remember the guy that we, who was on trial a few weeks ago, or a few months ago, and I read like all his Google search descriptions where it was like, oh yeah, it was like, (laughs) how to find chloroform. How fast does a body deteriorate? (laughs) It's like, it's like, do you, can you, can a hacksaw chop through, but like, just like, that would be me. I'd be like, where do you bury a body if you, after you've killed somebody? I'd have no idea what to do. Just I would like to find the dark web. I just want to see it. I don't think I want to. I kind of, I, I just, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to, I'm not going to like buy anything from it or like do anything on there. I just. Were you one of those kids that like, or purse people, I don't, people mind, like they like would seek out death videos? Would you like. Oh, I, I, Faces of Death. Yeah. You, I've, you saw, I've, seen, I've uh, seen Faces of Death 1 through 5. Oh. We had them at Mr. Dench's class. You have in class? We had, well, we weren't watching them in class, but Mr. Dench, my, uh, who's, maybe I don't know, he's still teaching at Jefferson. Je- uh, Jeff over in Indiana now, but um, yeah, he had like a room with like a lot of the like, videos and stuff. He was a video uh, audio class, and he had the faces of death videos back there. And I've watched, uh, I've seen one, two, five. Have you not seen? Have you seen them? No, they're disturbing. I know. I mean, watching I, like I, people I actually eat a happens. human being and watching a bear actually tear apart a human being in an actual electrocuted electrocution chair is is it's, it's disturbing. I have no desire to see it. Like, I, like there are people yesterday who were actively trying to find the video that the shooter live streamed, and like I just I, I've got no desire to watch it. Is it out there? I saw he live streamed, but that was pulled down right away. I would think. Yeah, but the, you know people can screenshot. I think the thing that the thing that that saved the internet from having this is like this guy, I, I guess, didn't have a lot of like followers. So when he was going live, like nobody was watching oh it and saving the video. So. It's you know if, if nobody saves it, it's, it's gone forever. You can't really act. I mean, I wouldn't watch if you if you brought the video up to me now. I probably wouldn't. Well, not that video, but faces of death stuff. I probably wouldn't want to watch it. I guess sixteen year old Trevor though was like, I don't know, just more curious. I mean, I get like the morbid intrigue, but I just like, having seen a, a little bit of it, like it just it's disturbing. Yeah, it's just I don't. I know it's gonna like mess with me. I don't really want to watch it. On that note, we wrap up hour number two. <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll come back. Third hour of the show is on the way next. We'll rehash some of our thoughts on the uh, the transfer portal uh, madness, recruiting you gotta, madness. You got you to talk about Face of Death so I can go into this song. Oh, okay. You're not ready for that? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> talk about awkward selection. All right. We'll be right, we'll be right back after this here on 1450 The Big sorry.
I guess the theme became songs hard to name things lyrics. Because this song is very, very similar to the last one we had. Like, okay, which one do you think would be easier to learn? This or We Didn't Start the Fire? We Didn't Start the Fire. It's the end of the world. Yeah, let's see. I know what y'all want to hear. Hold on, here it is. Leonard Burnside! There you go. We got there. I knew that's what everybody wanted. <laughs> Leonard Burstein. Leonard Burstein's name is yelled at that song. He's going to love it. He loves or hates this song. Uh, Burstein dead or alive? I don't think he's alive. It's a good moment for him. It's a good game. Dead or alive? Uh, Leonard Burnside passed in 1990. Okay. I don't think he was alive. When did that song come out? Probably after that, yeah. Okay. So you never got to know the glory of being an R.E.M. song? I don't think he really would have cared that much. Oh, you don't know that. You don't know Leonard. He was he may have, may have great been, composer. He was an American. He may have embraced it. Uh, we have a happy birthday <laughs> to get to. I know this one is near and dear to your heart. It is the 45th birthday of the Electric Ladyland. The store on, on Barson Road? You got it. 45 years old. The oldest head shop and record store. Are you being joking with me? No, it's forty-five years old okay. today. That's that's awesome. Because you know somebody who is that, is that, I didn't even know they were still open. To be honest, with oh, you. it's still open. It's still there and it's still like, gorgeous. Like back in the day, that was like the place. Like it was the only place to go to get uh, if you wanted to get you know a quote unquote marble holder. Sure. Uh, yeah. You know. <laughs> so uh, the but yeah, it's, I'm surprised it's still around. I, I haven't been I haven't been there in twenty-five years. It's still there. It's still happening. You can buy most of the stuff, but lately you get lately and you buy it like a certain BPs. Yeah, now it's it's more. Yeah, you go to like the BP over in Linden, and they've got like a pretty nice selection. Actually, yeah, I mean, you, you got like all those trippy smoke shops and all those places. Yeah, you yeah, can, yeah, you get some of that stuff at like yeah, like even just like regular like smoke outlets for yeah. all your marble holder needs. There are many stores around the town that can that can hook you up. I love, did you did you go like did you do Leyland trips back in the day? I've never been. You've never been like I've never been in no. Like at first, I didn't know if you were talking about the store or the actual album. That's no, the, the the store. Okay, um, that's crazy. You never, it's very strong, pungent smell of incense. Interesting. <laughs> it's, uh, I, I've been there a long time. I've been there. I'm amazed it's still around though. It's not far from here. It is right over around the corner. Yeah, right there, right on the, the edge. Yeah, that's where it starts. All right, five o'clock hour here. The Rutherford Show. We've had uh, plenty to get to today. Nonsense sprinkled in, of course, but we talked a, a lot about the men's basketball transfer portal. Jalen Withers going to North Carolina. The potential. Of Louisville to land Duke decommit Mackenzie Mbaka, one of the best freshmen in the 2023 class. Also Tyler Perry, who's out there, maybe now not looking as as hot for a for a Florida landing spot because uh, Florida landing Walter Clayton Jr. from Iona. We mentioned UFL women's basketball as a new roster addition. We've also got Louisville and Bellarmine playing a baseball game tomorrow at seven o'clock. That's going to be free and open to the public as they try to help ease the pain of this community after yesterday's tragic events. Uh, we've taken all that, and we've had some text and fun with you guys on the Thornton's text on as well at 502-414-1450. Um, 
real quick on, on the men's basketball front, because we have a there's a new name. Are you ready for this? You got another new name for me? What if I told you about I don't know a little guy named R.J. Luis? Would that pique your interest? Possibly. <laughs> tell me. <laughs> tell me more. No, I'm just screwing with you. Tell I, me more. Tell me more. Like does he? Can he dribble a ball? He's a fine player, but not somebody that I, I would expect you to know. He was a freshman at UMass this past season. Average. Oh, they do owe us. They do. This is a trade. They get Matt Cross. We get R.J. Luis potentially. Uh, he averaged 11 and a half points per game uh, as a true freshman. Shot. 34.8% from three, 45.5% from the field, um, 4.6 rebounds per game. Uh, played well down the stretch for them. He is this right in Kenny Payne's wheelhouse, six foot seven, 196 pounds. Like he's clearly targeting. I think he feels like he's got it locked out at the point with Sky Clark. He's clearly targeting guards that can play that two, three, four positionless basketball that are six seven and decent enough scores to. I guess spread the floor the way that he wants, but he's got a he's got a type. There's no doubt about it. But RJ Luis has heard from uh, Texas A&M, Georgia, Texas Tech, St. John's, DePaul, Mississippi State, Colorado, Iowa State, Penn State, Seton Hall, Maryland, and that was on April 8th. And then Rossing updated it today to say UMass transfer RJ Luis tells me that he's now also receiving interest from UCF, Florida, and Louisville. Man, Florida, stay out of here. Get, I love Todd Golden, but like, get out of our way. We need some of these guys. Uh, but R.J. Luis, the na- the newest name. I did. I did hear Rick Pitino's looking at him though. Yes, St. John's. He's got to fill some spots. Rick Pitino's got. He's got Soriano coming back, and like nobody else. Everybody left, and then some of the guys that I think we all assumed were going to follow him from Iona uh, have not. I'm um, the other best player today committed to New Mexico. Besides the the, the Clayton kid. Um, which one? Which one canceled their program last or canceled the season? Last? Was it Mexico? Or Mexico State. Mexico State. Okay, I always forget. Yeah. Done. Yeah. <laughs> And shockingly, not because one of their players killed another person. <laughs> like, the shooting incident didn't get their season canceled. It was a hazing incident, like, a month later. Charlie um, <laughs> broke the camel's back. Or the, the coaching staff trying to cover up the, the kid with, for this gun and stuff. New Mexico State was a dumpster fire. I mean, yeah, absolute catastrophe. Like, yeah, if, if anybody deserved to have a season canceled, it was the Aggies. Not a great hire. Not, not, not a great hire. <laughs> uh, first year as a head coach, how did it go? Well, we didn't make it through the season. And Kenny Payne brings it up in like meetings with like Josh. He's like, "Hey, I'm not Greg Heyer. I'm not Greg. <laughs> it can't be worse. They'd been to the NCAA tournament like eight times in nine years. This guy couldn't even finish the season. Uh, yeah. So I just realized we've been talking about this whole time, and I haven't played the intro once. What do you mean? Oh yeah, hit it. It's the transfer portal. We got to remember that because I like the transfer portal song. I, I forgot about it because we haven't we didn't get used. To, I had it. I had a cue. I haven't like saved an email with the, with the the cue point. If Scoots had wanted to use it, but. well, you should because God knows we're going to use it every day for the next like seven months. <laughs> I'm just not seeing. I mean, we spent the whole most of the day talking about it. I know. Well, we should have should have been more on top of that. Uh, I saw that now they're having the press conference today, a new press conference with city officials, and they're showing. Um, I guess the body cam footage and the the footage from inside the the bank, which shows uh, Nicholas Wilk and, and Corey Galloway arriving, shots immediately fired at them from the lobby of the building. 
and we, I, I said this yesterday in passing. We probably should have made more of a point, but it does sound like the LNPD, man, did, did such a fantastic job preventing this becoming from becoming a larger tragedy. And Nicholas Wilt, this guy who runs, I mean, you had, and I know everybody's piling on at this point, but deservedly so, that the tragedy in Uvalde where you had like 500 police officers who refused to go into this building and help children who are screaming and being murdered. And you've got this 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 kid, and I, I use kid loosely, I think Wilt is, is 23 years old, but who'd been a police officer for all of 10 days, not hesitating and running directly into the fire. And then uh, he's still in critical condition now, but in that, here's hoping the best. Here's hoping he wakes up and lives a fully healthy life and gets the proper accolades that he deserves because, man, that's we toss the word hero around loosely now, but that is a, a heroic act for sure. But um, it's seeing some of these images come through is, is certainly it's daunting, but it's also in, it's inspiring as far as the way that the our first responders handled this. Very, very, very proud of what they did yesterday. Uh, also, just now seeing, on a much less significant note, Malik Hall is coming back to Michigan State. Uh, we're getting more and more players, big-time names. We had Kyle Filipowski this morning for Duke announcing that he's coming back. More guys who probably five years ago, even if they weren't going to be NBA draft picks, and Filipowski would have been a first-round pick this year, but guys who would have just gone pro and said, look, I don't care if I play in the NBA, I want, I'm ready for my pro career to start, who are sticking it out and coming back for another season. Hall will be preseason All-American hype. He'll be preseason first-team All-Big Ten. Uh, he was their best, one of their best players down the stretch. Like that's a, a big deal for Michigan State. Um, and I, for all the transfer portal being a bad thing for college basketball and for it being hard to keep up with with uh, the ever changing rosters, having some of the bigger and more recognizable names in college basketball coming back is a good thing for the sport. Like we're we're getting more of that in recent years, at least. So there's there's certainly a good with the bad and with NIL. I yeah, think. I mean, yeah, I agree. Uh, By the way, get some bre- you know a little breaking news right here. Yeah, hit me. Major League Baseball has made a new change. What's that? They're now allowing beer sales into the eighth inning to try to make up for concession sale drops that have come along with shorter games. That's a good adjustment. That now, wasn't sense. the something thing, though, was supposed to like give you time to sober up? Wasn't that the whole premise of the seventh inning? And you can't Makes buy, sense, yeah. Because you can't buy beer in like the third quarter, I think fourth quarter basketball games, I don't believe. It does make sense. I think, don't they cut it off in college games around like the 10-minute mark or something? Yeah, they do. I mean, they did the last call, I think, right at the beginning of the fourth quarter, right at the end of the third quarter. Yeah, and most almost all hockey, you can't buy third quarter, yeah, and, and whatever last quarter, but, but a reaction is. So, I don't know. It just seems kind of weird to extend it, though. I mean, because that, that was, I like, in the whole premise of stopping it in the seventh inning. Well, when it comes down to money, like, they're going <laughs> to... We'll worry about that when we get, when we, we have, like, a, a wreck at somewhere, something happens. Then we'll bring it back to the seventh inning. I can imagine, though, because like, that's... You'll, you'll have these deals where, like, we we did rooftop at Wrigley a few times. Yeah. We've, done, that, yeah. we've done certain things. We did, like, party deck at a Reds game where it's, you know, it's all you can drink until, like, the the bottom of the seventh. And if it's, yeah. a, if it's a super fast game, it sucks. Like, I've had one where it was, like, a super long game and you got to drink for, like, four hours up there. It was incredible. And then one time where it was, like, one to, to nothing in the seventh inning, and there'd been five total hits, and it was like an hour. And you're like, oh my, this, like, I, I'm not getting my money's worth here. I'm sure people were probably complaining about stuff like that, too. Like, that's, you know, they want people to sober up, but they want it significantly less than they want to get their money's worth out of the experience. Well, you can't sober up if you don't get drunk. Exactly. That's, I think that's, <laughs> that's what we're dealing with. That should here. be on the poster. You can't, you can't sober up. You can't sober up if, if you, you don't, don't get, get drunk. drunk. <laughs> I'm not surprised that that change has been made. That seems to seems to make sense for everybody. 
I'd be more impressed if they'd lowered the price of beer sales instead of extending them. Yeah. How much do beers go for like a baseball game nowadays? I wonder. Like eight bucks. It sounds okay. So they've been still there. Yeah. yeah I remember when I, the first time I went to a sporting event and it was like $10 for beer. I was just blown away. I mean, you go to Derby. Yeah. It's like, it's like 12 bucks for, and you're like, I'm going to pay it. <laughs> Look, I don't blame them if they're going to do this. I mean, if you're paying that much for a beer, you needed to shorter games. I mean, you, you're going to be broke before you, you get hammered. It's, yeah, it's very nuts. Um, Transfer, uh, updated transfer portal rankings from on P, aka on three. <laughs> Number one, they've still got Hunter Dickinson, the Michigan big man. Oh yeah, I kind of forgot he was out there still. Number two, they've got Max Aismas, uh, oh. who is I'm seeing now he's. We talked about where he was leaning towards. He is a 100 percent lean according to them to Wichita State. Really? Who just got a new head coach? Like that? That's a little bit interesting. Uh, Harrison Ingram from Stanford is number three. He doesn't want to leave the Midwest, I guess. He's got to lean to North Carolina. Uh, Caleb Love, they've got it four, who's already committed to Michigan. Yeah. J.J. Starling, they've got it five, who's committed to Syracuse. Uh, Khalil Ware, I believe, I don't know if he made it official, but he's, I was I told, he was going to go to Indiana. I don't know if that ended they, up I think they pretty much made it official yesterday, didn't they? I saw it all over the internet. Yeah, it hasn't happened. It's, it's on Twitter. It's, it's real, right? Yeah. Aaron Estrada, who's the one of the big names out there. The guy from Chips? Yes, from Chips, uh, also from Hostra. He is number six. He's looking like he's down at Cincinnati and Alabama. Jameer Nelson Jr. is eight. He's gone to TCU. Uh, the Uganda kid from, from Kentucky is number nine. And then Fardwall's uh, Meek, who's been transferring everywhere, is going from Texas Tech to Cal. I don't think Cal's getting top ten transfers Does this guy hit the shot to beat Kansas? No. <laughs> the big man who played at Georgetown, then Texas Tech, and now Cal. Look, Cal's coming for us. They're pissed. They're pissed. We're better than Cal. They heard about us talking smack about them, how we were, they were the worst team. We're number one. They want some guys in the transfer portal. Uh, they won three games. Man, well, it's why they're trying to rebrand. It's why they're trying to come back. Um, if you're curious, the on three rankings, uh, they do not have Sky Clark in the top 50. Um, let's see where he winds up being. I don't like how far I'm scrolling down here. They've, <laughs> they've got Sky Clark at number 70. That's not good. Not great. It's not ideal. I mean, isn't that our top transfer right now? What's our only transfer right now? They so, have, so, he's, so, so I was right. He's the top. They, they have you. <laughs> not wrong. They have Tyler Perry, uh, who's Lowell's top target right now at number 28. So that would be good. That would be better. Uh, they do not have. They, they have L. Ellis at number 61. So they've got L. Ellis ranked higher than Sky Clark. The guy we're replacing him with. <laughs> but if you want to feel better, they don't have Jalen Williams in the top 100. And he just went to North Carolina. Yeah, suck at North Carolina. So, How do you feel about that? So there you go. We've got a top 100 guy. You don't. <laughs> Have fun with our garbage. I mean, how – scale of 1 to 10. Your furious level if Jalen Withers comes out next year for a good North Carolina team and averages like, I don't know, 17 and 10. Part of me would hate it. The other part of me would, wouldn't mind it because I've had because I've, I've had arguments with, with people all year like, Oh, this team sucks. None of these guys are I'm like, they're not bad. They can be contributors. You know, I think it's a little mix of wrong place, wrong time in coaching a little bit. And I think Withers can be a contributor. So I attitude. Like if he was to go and like blossom in North Carolina, at least I could rub that in their faces. But then again, it's like I'm rubbing that in their faces, like I told you. And I'm like, wait a minute. Why did we suck so bad then? It's like, I would still. It's kind of a double-edged sword with it a little bit. If he averaged like seventeen and eleven for a good North Carolina team, assuming that we were not 
in this in this hypothetical having a good season, I'd be like fire Kenny Payne and never let Chris Mack coach again. I'd be like, <laughs> I'd be like both them have to go. We're done here. This can never happen again. And Kamari Lands is scoring like twenty a game for Arizona State, who's always good in November and December. They'll be in the top twenty-five. Like that'll be tough. But well, there's a lot. I'm very intrigued about everything that's going to happen this college basketball season that pertains to Louisville. Like not just how we do, not just how we develop guys, but how all these players that we're losing are going to play, going to other schools. Uh, I think that that's going to be very, very intriguing. Uh, but we do have another women's college basketball player. Um, we're, we're all vans now. We're <laughs> Trevor drove a van. I drove a van. We've got vans in our name. Our names are vans, and now we have a— We love Van Wilder. Yeah, I like Van Wilder. I like Van Wilder. How did you not like Van Wilder? I like Van Wilder. That was a great movie. And uh, we, we've lost Haley Van Lith, but we have added Henny, Henny Van Shake from uh, Cal Baptist— who was their lean scorer last year? Cal State Bakersfield, I should say. Who was their lean scorer last Third year? Difference. Yes. <laughs> Different school. The, Cal State Bakersfield is the Roadrunners. Then Cal Baptist is. Oh. Um, is that even a school? Yes. Okay. It, they play in the WAC. Cal Baptist does? Yes. Bakersfield does too. No, Cal Baptist. I know Bakersfield. I know that's a school. Cal Baptist plays in the Big West. Oh, no. I, I think they do play in the WAC. I, I'm saying they play in the WAC. Well, that wasn't the question originally. <laughs> they are mm, not cheating. I'm going to guess Eagles. You are wrong. Damn. You ready? Yeah, hit me. Lancers. Oh, I would not have gotten that. But they do play in the WAC, correct? They, uh, yes, they do. Cal Baptist in the WAC. Yeah. They, Rick Croy was their coach last year. Would not have gotten that either. <laughs> Classic Rick Croy trivia. He's been their coach every year since they've been D1. Oh, Shout out to Rick Croy. He is, he is he is Cal Baptist. When you think Cal Baptist Lancers basketball, you think Rick Croy. I mean, he went twenty. He went twenty-one and ten there. We're making. They were one fifty-five on. Okay, they, they they've never had a losing record. It's a good program. They they finished a solid one hundred and forty spots ahead of us on Ken Ball. I mean, we were behind Cal Baptist. Now we did finish above Houston Baptist, though, right? Oh, Houston Baptist sucks. Okay, good. They're done. I mean, it's one thing. I mean, lo- losing the Cal Baptist, but I'm not getting beat by Joel Osteen over here. Now Houston Baptist was was worse than us. Okay, I think. I hope. I think you you always say Houston Baptist. You're thinking of Houston Christian. Okay, my bad. Yeah, there's only. Is there not a Houston Baptist? No, there's only one Baptist, and that's Cal. <laughs> what about the Southern Baptist? Cal. The West Coast runs the Baptist. Like, if I was going to sleep with Baptist anywhere, I wouldn't have gone to Cal. I would have gone like to Alabama. Well, they've, they, and when it comes to D1 basketball, Cal runs the Baptist game. <laughs> Houston does. I, know, are you sure you've done, I thought you've done Baptist. Isn't that where like, uh, uh, Bailey Zappi played quarterback at? I have no idea. I mean, maybe that's not because D FBS football is far less. Yeah, it was like a third of the schools in FBS as there are in, um, yeah, it's, Division One. Yeah, basketball. Houston Baptist. That's where he, Zach Kitley was the coach there, and that's where uh, him and uh, the wide receiver that transferred to Western they they started at Houston Baptist. So that's why you're always confused. That probably why, yeah. yeah. Um, but Cal Baptist better than us in basketball, apparently. Probably Houston Baptist, <laughs> even though they're not D one. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty the Thornton Sex Line. Before we get to the text line, a reminder about these golf cards that we have going on from Big X Sports Radio. We do this every year. One of the best things that we do. People love this. Six of the best courses in this area. You can play them all for just $25 a round if you purchase your 2023 Big X Sports Radio golf card. Supply is limited. Get yours today by going to BigXSportsRadio.com. 
or by calling 812-725-1457. We're talking Park Mammoth, which was recently voted uh, the number three best new course in the nation by Golf Digest. We're talking Old Capitol. We're talking Elk Run. We're talking Valley View, Wooded View, and Christmas Lake in Santa Claus, Indiana. Play those great courses for just 25 bucks around with this golf card. BigXSportsRadio.com. Click the golf card icon at the top of the page or call 812-725-1457. You ready to have your mind blown? Always. All right, get, get prepared. I'll bring you a napkin here to clean, that, clean those brains off the wall. Okay. Houston Baptist Huskies. Okay. In September of 22, became Houston Christian Huskies. Oh. So Houston Baptist and Houston, Houston Christian. Christian. Uh, Einfeld is. Einhorn <laughs> 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 is, is Finkel. Finkel is Einhorn. So they're, they are worse than us in basketball. Both of them. Yeah. The same. How do you go from Baptist to Christian? I don't know. Like, when these changed religions. Well, no, it's still, it's all Christianity. But they're different forms. No. Like, in Baptist, like a different, like, version of it? Well, it, it, it's, like, under the whole blanket of Christianity. Yeah, but, like... It's like, type it's type of Christian. Yeah, but, like, Christian scientists aren't hanging out with, like, people, like, like Baptists. Well, no, but if you're a Christian, you're still... If you're a Baptist, you're still a Christian. So it's still technically the same thing. Well, I thought they didn't need to get along. They're just going with a more broader... Don't they have different, like... They're being more, in, they're being more inviting. And why are they called Baptists? What makes them different? Why don't they just go, just go by Christian Well, Baptist is a form of Christianity. Again, okay, yeah. So it's that, like if we were, you know, we're Louisville, but we're also part of Kentucky. All right. But so if we had an NBA team that went just by Kentucky but was centered here in Louisville, it would encompass the entire state. But different parts of Louisville don't get along with different parts of Kentucky. We're on different groups of Christianity don't get along, but still. With Baptists, yeah. Houston, which is why I'm like, they went from like, they dropped the name. Yeah. Houston Christian is trying to be more inclusive, <laughs> clearly. I'm sure if you talk to the, the heads of Houston Christian, they would say they're all about inclusivity. <laughs> That's just a hunch. 502-414-1450 is the Thornton's text line. Uh, Texture says, Trevor hated Elvis, but oh, loves Shallow Hal. He is officially Homer Simpson. <laughs> First of all, I, Shallow Hal is, is what it is. It's not, it's not a, I wouldn't nominate for an Oscar, but... Yes, you would. I would over Elvis. Elvis was you, you you bailed on Elvis though, didn't you? You didn't watch the whole thing, right? No, I couldn't get through it. Twenty five minutes in, it was just I couldn't do it anymore. You didn't I, make it through the first act. I was just like, I, there's no way because the amount of drugs I had to take to like get through it, I would pass out during it. You'd Elvis yourself. Yeah, I would have to. It's not good. Tom Hanks, worst movie he's done since Lady Killers. Texture says uh, another Jack Black movie. I didn't think about. I want to talk about Shao. Uh Saving uh, Sarah Marshall. He's in that movie. For King Sarah Marshall. Bringing no no uh, not Sarah Marshall. Uh, Saving Silver. Texas Trevor's right about the new Elvis movie. Tom Hanks should be embarrassed. He is. He should be. Texas says King Ralph was a documentary about what would happen if Trevor becomes king. <laughs> king Ralph. I saw King Ralph in theaters. <laughs> really? The Oxford Mall. You, did you remember the movie theaters, Oxford Mall? Of course. Yeah. First and second floor. I saw something. I, I mean, I, I, I saw I, several I was, movies there. I saw Dumb and Dumber there. I feel I was, like I saw Turner and Hooch there. I know it was something. I think no, not, not Turner Hooch, Milo and Otis. Okay, well, I saw Turner and Hooch in theaters too, but I didn't see it at that theater. Uh, I saw it at uh, at Showcase Cinemas on Marshtown. But the uh, no, I used to I'd go there all the time and see movies. I see, uh, I saw Mortal Kombat there. I saw Street Fighter there. Texas says taxes aren't easier because companies like TurboTax and H and R Block have lobbyists that keep it that way, so they can stay in business. So don't use those companies. Yeah, they're like a lobbyist, man. You're supporting the you're supporting the, the, the machine. 
Don't support the machine, man. Do it yourself. I'll vote for any politician who makes their plan just making taxes easy. Like, like here you go. Give me your two W-2s for your job. However many jobs you have, give me your W-2s. Boom, you're done. That's it. That's what I want. Make taxes easier. That's my campaign slogan. Make taxes easier 2024. I mean, no new taxes? No taxation without representation. <laughs> I've heard that work before. We'll go after it. <laughs> no turbo tax, more like furbo. I don't know. Hey, Central has a new basketball coach. Who is it? Brandon Anderson. It used to be Doug Bibby. It did, yes. He's now hanging it up. I heard. Bibby was there for, what, like 20 years, it felt like. A long time. Yeah. A long time. Once shunned me for an interview after a Trinity Eastern game when I was on the student newspaper. I don't worry about it. He's an old Brady coach anyway. <laughs> Rondo made him. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I saw that they, they announced the new head coach at New Albany because their coach had been there for like a billion years and he retired. Yeah, he'd been over 22 years, Jim Shannon, yeah. And the picture is like, it's the new coach, and I guess, I assume the new Albany AD both holding like a jersey together, like standard standard new coach introduction yeah. picture. And the AD looks furious. Like, he's got the most <laughs> serious, angry, old man face I've ever seen in my life. And I almost quote tweeted it and was like, <laughs> like the enthusiasm and the excitement is palpable or something. And then I realized, like, you can't make any jokes without everybody getting mad about, like, like somebody be like, he's an, he's like, He's de- he loves this new coach. Like get off his back. And I was like, I'm just not even gonna not even gonna do it. But it's it's a very <laughs> funny picture. I saw it this morning. I was like, that's great. Texas says I can see Trevor getting a doll like Megan for sex. Oh come on. No, come on. I never understood like that that stuff. That 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 was never like the 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 fleshlights and the yeah the fake you know plastic hoo haws. You know I didn't. I, I never. You're a simple man. Yeah, I mean that's just. I'm yeah, I'm old school. Now I do I do agree with Jason Siegel though, and from uh, I love you, man. Uh, as far as using condoms and masturbation. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's easier for cleanup. Um, all right. <laughs> you thought about it? Texas, I really could have used an "Everybody Wants to Rule the World" outro just now, TK. That was at four thirty. So <laughs> don't even remember what we're talking. I, about. I love tears for fears. Texas isn't every day baffle Trevor Day. No, there's some things that do just utterly confuse me. You've been confused today. I mean, I have been, but no one has no one has yet explained to me why Jeeps are the only thing you can take car the, the wheels. The, the, well, they're not. People have, have well, I guess Broncos, some, Bronco, yeah, new okay. Broncos. Uh, now somebody's trying to explain silent discos to us. We, we were that I'm another confusing thing. Yeah, the silent disco headphones have three different channels with three different songs. People can flip through each channel until they find a song they like. Each channel lights up either red, green, or blue so you can see what other people are listening to. I made fun of it first, but once I gave it a chance, it was fantastic. I can see it being a thing like 10 years ago, maybe 15 years ago, where I'd be like, this sounds stupid, and then I would do it, and I'd be like, okay, this is fun. I mean, I, I guess it's fun. I don't know. I just, it sounds still kind of... I feel like I would just laugh the whole time. Because I'd be like doing like I, I'd have like some serious rap in my headphones, and then I look over and somebody would have like Taylor Swift. Well, and, you would know what they're listening to, though, right? Right. Yeah. And I'd be like, "This is hilarious." I feel like I would just be giggling the whole time, <laughs> which is fun. Like it's a it's a fun. Was that supposed to be disco songs though, or dance songs? No, I, I think it's just it's not it's not a disco. It's just it's probably upbeat music. Now, if I, what if I like I can imagine like I don't know like Phoebe Bridgers is playing, and you go over and, like you want to slow dance with somebody, yeah, and they've got like. Mystical playing. Mystical playing. Yeah. Back that up. <laughs> <laughs> Just juvenile. Oh, my bad. 
I was been th- so long. <laughs> I was thinking a scary movie when they start playing it in the piano. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to dance to like, you know, life's the dance you learn as you go. Garth Brooks and like back that ass up is on somebody else's. I'm like, can I have this dance, please? <laughs> That's how I used to approach women at bars. Can I have this dance, please? Did you- <laughs> All the time. What was that your favorite pickup line? May I have this dance, please? <laughs> Uh, Scooter, like, there's no music. <laughs> Scooter Dingus texted in, says uh, that's hands down the worst part of doing sports talk radio. Once I'm off air, I'm over it. He's talking about people wanting to I talk to you. After agree, you. I agree with him. And I, I feel bad too because I mean, people are like, I do "Oh man, what do you think about this?" No, no, no. I'm like, well, you know. And now I'm like, I feel like I'm repeating myself because I've probably talked about it on this show. The nauseum it feels like, and I mean, I. And then I'll be like, why didn't you listen to the show, you dingus? Like, if there's a big piece of news, like, you know, like, like you know, we're hiring a new coach. Like, I've followed it. I've written about it. I've texted people that, like, are in the know about, like, their thoughts about it. And then I come on the radio and talk about it. And then I've, I've got, like, a million friends. And I know it, I, don't, I don't blame them because I do the same thing if I were in their shoes who are like, so are we getting this guy? Is this that? And I'm like, just like yeah. The, the good thing is I can just. You're anything about DJ Wagner? I usually just copy and paste text messages. It's like the same thing. I'm just like, here you go. Like, this is this is what I've heard. But like, as far as like, I, I don't mind texting, but like actually sitting down and talking about it. I'm like, I've just, I've been doing this all day. You ever copy and paste the text to me? Probably. <laughs> I never ask you questions about anything. Though. I said, you don't ask. Like, yeah, you don't ask. I don't, like, yeah. If I'm going to ask you, I ask you on the air. I mean, I'll be getting a million texts about like, who we're getting the transfer portal. And then you'll be like, you'll just like thunder it with like. <laughs> Did you ever see this from 1987? <laughs> Remember that episode? You ever, of, you ever wonder what a chair would look like if our knees were in the back of our legs? Remember that episode of King of the Hill? I'm like, oh, yeah. Thank God for Trevor. Just breaking up the monotony of the text line. Uh, my text book. Texas, is just me or are kettle cooked chips like eating glass? Yes, kettle cooked chips are disgusting. I don't hate them, but they're not my favorite. I love baked, like baked chips I love. But kettle chips, yeah. And, and like ruffles I'm not a big fan of either. I'm not either. Like the harder, crispier chip is not for me. Texas says Trevor's Houston Baptist thought reminds me of Nick Nolte and blue chips. <laughs> Why first Baptist? Of course. Good. Cause we don't think much of them Southern Baptists. Yes. Right here, if you know what I mean. <laughs> it's when he goes to me, I mean, Rick Rowe, I think whoever that, the guy Matt Nover played from Indiana. Yes. <laughs> it's a good one. Texas says, oh, as the, the guy who wanted the Everybody Wants to Rule the World outro says it was based on you asking TK what do you do if he was king, oh. <laughs> which you flubbed horribly. I'm so, What would you do? I don't know. Okay. I'm, I just thought, but you specifically, you've got very serious you, opinions you, on stuff. You really think I've sat around at some point and just thought about what I would do if I ruled a country? Kind of, yeah. It seems like something that you would do on like a, a Wednesday night. <laughs> I mean, I thought about like weird stuff, like having like what would be like having superpowers and stuff, but I've never like. I can see. I, see, I thought you would be like you'd want like a Amsterdam situation, like all drugs are legal in this specific zone. Like I can see you being a little Bunny Colvin. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I would. I'd be very lenient on the laws, like you know, no murder, no stealing. That's kind of about it, really. Texas, I saw Operation Dumbo drop at the Oxmoor theaters. Wow. That's a bad movie. Texas, right now, who would the starting five be for the women's basketball team? No. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Uh, Van. 
Henny's in there. I think we only have five players. They're all starting. That's who we have. Do we have a starting lineup for the men yet? No. You're not going to make me do it either. Thanks for 11. We should have been one by now, right? All right, taking our last break. When we come back, we'll try to wrap up the text line. Uh, we'll look ahead. To, we picked the Reds game last night. We were wrong. We'll try to pick another game tonight. God, the Reds. Did I pick the Reds last week? The Reds yesterday? You picked the Phillies, and you, or the Braves, and you were correct. The Reds blew it in the ninth inning because their bullpen just sucked. We do. I, Castellini, get out of my life. Invest in the damn bullpen. Get, I hate him so much. I hate That's him. the first thing you do if you were king of country. You would have Castellini kicked out of the country. Tarred and feathered. Tarred and feathered. Take it back to the 19th century. 18th century. Put him in the iron mask. Get him out of my life. <laughs> I'll take a break. We'll come back and wrap the show. Keep it live right here. More Rutherford Show next here on 1450 The Big X. It's the end of the world as we know it. It's the end of the world as we know it. It's the end of the world as we know it. I feel fine. You look pretty in your fancy dress, but I detect unhappiness. You never speak, so I have to guess you're not Big X, a lot of nonsense today. Business I mean, what usual. else is there to talk about? We, we got as much as we could out of the transfer portal. Yeah, I mean, we milked that cow as much as Disney did what Star Wars. We I did. We, we needed another, I mean, the Mackenzie and Baco, we talked a lot about that. I, For all the people who are like, you can't get excited about anything going on right now, I will get excited if we get Mackenzie and Baco. I, I think that he's a big-time talent. I think Tyler Perry is a, a guy who changes your season dramatically or should change your season dramatically. I would get excited about the roster if we're able to land those two guys. Um, so there are things to get excited about, but you know, I, I don't know what the likelihood is. I, I have heard from people who are in the know, who before this news even became public this morning, who are like hearing that Kenny Payne's got a legit shot at a guy who could be a big deal. And I was like, Mbako? Like, yeah, it's either that, it's either Louisville or the pros, is what was said this morning. That has been repeated by a lot of people publicly. So it seems like we got a shot. But we've had shots before. We got to start roping in some of these players. Speaking of nonsense, this somebody's supposed to picture on Twitter. I saw your reaction. Young Patrick Stewart with hair. It's kind of weird. Have you, I mean, could you ever see Patrick Stewart with hair? I feel like that's that, that picture goes around every now and then. Oh, does it? It's yeah. on baseball history. He's right. very handsome. Yes, he is. Yeah. I mean, he, I think like he's, he looks kind of like he could be like the lead singer of like a, like a new age uh, like band in the 80s. He was handsome. Uh, I mean, I think he's handsome as a, as a bald man. Good <laughs> yeah, he guy. pulls off the bald look, yeah. I just that just baffled me. I'd never seen this. Picture. I guess so. You know the spice picture I'm talking about. Every now and then, I feel like it restarts. Okay, it, it's because it's such it's so jarring because you've never seen him in no like, our lifetime ever. Yeah, like this is like high school picture or something. It's nice. Like, so my kids are gonna be like when they see me. <laughs> Isn't it weird? Like you know, I've only known my dad with a beard pretty much. He shaved it one weekend 
like when I was in senior in high school and like we all immediately were like, grow it back. Um, <laughs> but it is like when I see pictures of him as a, like, as a young man without a beard, it's just like, oh my God, I can't believe, like it's weird to think about my kids viewing me that same way about like, I can't re- remember you ever having hair or a beard, not a beard. Well, you got a beard, you've got the light beard. Yeah, I keep, it, I keep it a little, I, I trim it. You've got like the George Michael thing going on. Thank you. The you know like it's not, <laughs> I'm not sure how to I'm react not sure to that. I'm complimented or insulted. Well, <laughs> you know like that. It's not a full biscuit. I mean, it's not full George Mike because you've got more than the five o'clock. You got like you know, it's like a little bit above a five o'clock shadow thing going. Yeah, I'd say it's a it's a beard. It's definitely not. Just I mean, like it's scruff. You're playing fast and loose with that term a little I don't bit. Think but, I am. Like I mean, is mine a beard? Yeah. I don't think this is like it's I feel like it has to be longer to be a full beard. I mean, you, I mean, what do you want? Like Gandalf? Like, you're, you're asking <laughs> for like Lord of the Ring character beards. You want, like, you want me ZZ Top? These over are here? beards. My Dusty Hill? <laughs> I mean, you can trim beards. You don't have to just like let it grow willy nilly. I guess. I don't know. I just, is there a term for like a, like, other than five, like just above five o'clock shadow and below like scruff? Bush, scruff? Yeah. The uh, non-shave look. I think these are both. I think we both have beards. I don't think it's just scruff. Mm. Scruff is just like you know, it's, it's stubble. It's it's like real small. You can't like, like I can pull my hair like out. I mean, I can do that. Yeah, yeah. Which okay. I think is qualifies as a beard. Now, have you ever done like just like different looks with the goatee or anything like that, or just uh, got the straight mustache? Jokingly, yes. Like I used to like when I would I, I'd grow my beard long in college, and there were a couple times where like I shaved it into a goatee to see what it looked like, and it was very much just like '90s liberal douche. Like that was that was what I felt like. I think I did the goatee like once. Like like when I went, to, I think it's when I like moved to Bowling Green. Like new look, new place, new attitude, <laughs> new Trevor. <laughs> I, I think I did it, and I like I didn't even want to go to work with it. I'm like, I look like a tool. Yeah, that's how. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying way too hard. They don't even know me, so I could probably pull it off. But I don't think I can pull it off. Mainly because I don't get the mustache grow very well. Or the blow the, the lip. Like, blow my lip, it doesn't, like, mm, grow out. You don't have this. Mine grows big. See, mine does, mine does not come out very well under the lip. So, it, it does not... It's not very easy for me to do a goatee. I've, at least jo- I've jokingly shaved a mustache before, too, and it looks hilarious. But it's, it's not a look that I could pull off seriously. I <laughs> see. <laughs> what about what's the uh what what's the what's the one where just like the sideburns go all the way around like connects with the beard like the is that like a line beard i guess i guess yeah, yeah. i've grown up the sideburns before like i mean i've big had, time I've had college, sideburns, yeah, yeah. Grow the chops but yeah you get, well i've never had chops I've, I've, i think i've had my sideburns for good lord i can't remember since when all right we got about 10 minutes left we'll try to get to the text line as much as we can here yeah, 502-414-1450 reiner thornton's is hooking me up with 89 set fountain drinks of 32 ounces or smaller for a limited time. Get it in while you can. Enjoy your Thornton's drink, and then text us uh, at 502-414-1450. Text, I'm not taking shots at liberals. I, I, I am, I'm taking Who? a shot at myself. I, I made the joke about like, like, like 90s aging hippie liberal douche. Remember, like that was a thing. I was like, that's kind of how I look like. 90 aging hippie douche. Yeah. Like, that's kind of like, <laughs> I, it was like a try hard. Like, like I'm not, trying to like, like I, like I read in public at, in college. Like I play guitar on the lane. Like that's how I felt. I, I wear socks and sandals. Exactly. <laughs> Isn't just a hipster? I am one so I can make fun of myself. That's, that's, but that's how I looked back in the day. Would like, you ever do the handlebar mustache? No, I would not do any of it. <laughs> no, I, I can't pull off any of those looks. It's not me. 
You barely pulled off the one you got. So exactly. Yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> Texas, what is KP's least favorite MLB team? The Cleveland Guardians. <laughs> Thank you, Texlot. I guess Dexter has to be. You imagine he's probably driving around going, this is funny. I guarantee for the last 40 minutes, he's like, read it, read it, read it, do it. Texture says, we need to keep. Honey, we need to get out of the car. <laughs> Not until he reads the text. I can't go in the house now. <laughs> Texture says, we need to keep Davis. Him and Sky are only damn guards. Yeah, for right now. I mean, Davis technically is a guard, right? He is. He's definitely a guard. Okay. Texas says Trevor's teacher should be fired for showing faces of death. I can't. No, they didn't show it to me. He had it in his class. He had it. He was an audio teacher. I can't believe that either. Like we did, like you know, you know, we, we did, like you know, b- made video production and stuff. He was a video production teacher, and uh, yeah, he had he had, used to have like a storage room, like a back room, and he had just all kinds of different movies back there. That's very shocking. back the storage room that he had him in. Also had like a little window, and I used to smoke cigarettes in there. I mean, did he have like porn? Like, what, what what didn't this guy have back I don't there? Think he had porn. Oh, this was awesome. If you, if you have met Jeff right now, you're you're lucky. I don't know if he's chilled out or not. I mean, other than being a Cowboys fan, uh, he used to brag how because he used to be a big wrestler. He used to coach wrestling back in the day. He coached uh, wrestling at St. X and coached uh, Tom Cruise. Okay, he would brag about that, and he always used to say the the statement, "I'm not God, but I have godlike qualities." Okay, well that's it sounds great. But he would give me notes to cut class, and I would just hang out in his room, watch Sports Center. I can see awesome. why you liked him. He was a great teacher. Texas, speaking of faces of death, the weirdest one was when the tourist put the baby monkey in a cage at the table at some Asian restaurant and beat its brains in until it died. Who recorded this bleep? Oh, my God. I don't remember that one, actually. There was like a... I saw the the cult one. I don't even want to hear about this. Yeah, the electric chair and the yeah. bear one I've seen. There's a there's a story over the weekend about like this a speed school student who's like torturing baby chicks on Instagram and, and like... He, I saw that the, I didn't watch the link of the video, but I went to his profile because his whole thing the next day was like, you can't cancel me, like all this stuff. Like, you know, you can't like try coming after me, all these people. And it, they put out a statement saying like authorities have been contacted. I mean, yeah, you can't torture. I mean, what, yeah, what that's actually illegal. Yeah, it's animal cruelty, dude. It's also the first sign of like being a serial killer. Like, I think yeah, you, sociopaths is the people who like abuse uh, dogs and cats as a child, child. Yeah. I don't think that's sociopath. I think that's psychopath. Both, maybe. I don't think so. Yeah, sociopath just means like you can't feel emotions for other people. Yeah, and if you're killing cats and dogs, and you probably have no emotions. Yeah, that's true. Texas John Wick Three is the greatest movie of all time. I've, I've never seen any of the John Wicks. I've I've never seen any of the Born Identities. I've never seen a John Wick. I've only seen the original I've Mission the, Impossible. I've never seen any of the sequels to that either. I've seen the the first two Borns. I like both the Borns. I mean, I'm not saying they're not bad movies. They're just not. They're not, seen the other they're not anything that in my. They're nothing that like, entices me. I can see that. It's just not my wheelhouse. Texas, what's the deal with Lamar in Baltimore? Well, he's all about the OBJ signing. He seems happy there. I thought him being his own agent was the dumbest mistake he's made. (laughs) Him thinking that OBJ. Has there ever been a receiver more overrated than OBJ? You hate OBJ. He sucks. He had had one good season. He's ridden one overrated catch to his whole career into nothing but mediocrity. He's a, a cancer in the locker room. I mean, he's been, he's, he's, yeah. I mean, he's, he's not worth $15 or 15 cents, low 15 million. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <coughs> God. He's whore. He sucks. I'm sorry. Get over it, OBJ. Texter says, oh, this, oh, this guy went lengthy on the uh, Baptist, 
Baptist is a a denomination of Christianity, just as Catholicism is a denomination of Christianity, Trevor. As someone whose papa was a Baptist minister and I was raised Baptist, Baptist follows the Old Testament more in regards to making the disciple more accountable for their actions, hellfire and brimstone, while also acknowledging the New Testament, a.k.a. Jesus died for our sins. Only difference between Baptists and Catholics is Baptists hide their drinking, gambling, and skeletons in closets. Catholicism at least doesn't run from their vices. That's why you're a <laughs> adopted Catholic, Trev. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm adopt. I have a little bit of every religion in me. We claim you. Yeah, I claim, I claim every religion. I'm, I, I'm a, a world religion. Every, there's, there's something in every religion I, I appreciate. Text a shout out to Fred Cowgill, who made uh, Albatross at Hole 2 at Crescent Hill this afternoon. Oh, congrats to Fred. That's a very short par five. Is that the thing that like you do the math on from nope. back in the day? Uh, nope. Uh, it is a a double eagle, basically, like a two on a par five is an albatross. What's that thing that you you move the little knobs and you to do math on? You move the knobs. Yeah, it has little little balls, and you move them like left to right, and you do math on it from back like old school. Back oh, there. we have one of those for John. Yeah, um, and it called an albatross. No, what's it called? Yeah, you see them. You see them in like every like in, in kids' waiting rooms and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember it. We have one. It's something like that. Isn't yeah, it? it's something close to an albatross. Then that's what I thought it was. Yeah, I can't remember. The sad thing is, like I've used that word. Like my brain is just complete mush. I, <laughs> it happens when you hang around me too long. Yeah, I, I guess I can't. I have that effect on people. I can't remember anything anymore. Texas, as a 41-year-old man who thought silent discos would be dumb as hell, they, they're they actually a lot of fun, and they take requests. They play a lot of stuff from the 70s, 80s, and 90s. Well, I would hope they play 70s. Abacus. Abacus. There it is. There it is. So I, was, I was close. You were. Albatross. <laughs> You're always close. <laughs> Texas, I'm pretty sure Castellini's grandkid goes to UK. If Mike was in her class, he would just yell sucks after her name got called for attendance. <laughs> which, which... <laughs> I'd just change classes because I wouldn't be able to be nice about it. Yeah, because you don't want to, like, you you don't want to, like, it's not her fault or no. dad's dad. I, I do always feel bad. Like, there was a story about, like, Tom Crean's kid was getting heckled in one of his classes yeah. at IU. Back. Like, that always makes me feel sad. Like, I wouldn't do that, but I would just probably have to transfer, so I, I do, wouldn't. It does make me chuckle a little bit, but not enough. I don't want to, like, say because then people do it. <laughs> Texas, who's been fired for more jobs, Trevor or Keith Oberman? Oh, Oberman. I've only been fired. I don't think I've only been fired for, like, one time. We went over it. I quit. You quit a lot of times before you Yeah, you can't fired. fire someone who's quit. That's the key. Unless they fired, if if they, they, I guess they could have technically fired me like two days after that. I realized I stopped showing up. Like, I don't know if they want to consider that firing me. Texas, says, Mike's grows big. Good for you, man. Thank you. Did Keith Oberman get fired again or something? I don't know. Anyway. Texas, the Guardian's joke was definitely text of the day. It was. <laughs> we got a $15 gift card for you to a restaurant that doesn't exist anymore. Pick it up whenever you want. You can hang out at Trevor's house for a day. That's the, that's the new. People are very upset that we couldn't get Abacus for a while there. <laughs> really? That's what pisses you off? Yeah. How is that Ed Cooley's been head coach at Georgetown for three weeks and he's gotten more transfers than Kenny Payne has in over a year at Louisville? <laughs> Cooley, I mean, Cooley's always done well in the transfer. You game. love Ed Cooley. I do love Ed Cooley. You do. I, I think he's a good coach. But he's always done well in the transfer portal. Um, yeah, got- especially when he's taking our players. Well, one of them. Oh, well, and one from UK as well. Texas Cal Gill was going to sue the golf course until he found out that his ball was in the hole. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Come on. I mean, you know, that's, that's, that was a decent joke. Texas, in the New Albany coach photo, the old guy is the coach and the young guy is the AD. Oh, my God. It is. is he really? <laughs> the, he looks furious to be the head coach. Now I wish I'd made the joke. <laughs> 
They got, I think, they got a decent team coming back though next year. I think because they, they were under, they weren't that great this year. They're no match for Silver Creek. <laughs> no match for Silver Creek. Texas, the Reds have been tied or led five of their games into the sixth inning and lost them all. Nice bullpen you got there, Castellini. You bump. I don't want to talk about it. What happened to don't you, what happened to the days of having the closer like Chapman? They're gone. Didn't you have a good closer last year, like Stevenson or something? We've got the bad Diaz. Yeah, I mean, Alexis. no, not Stevens. What was the name of the closer? Uh, uh, it was like Iglesias or something. Rizel? He was okay. We, oh, yeah. we, he's gone. He's always oh, gone. Okay. Yeah, we, we've we've gotten rid of every. I mean, the bullpen sucks from top to bottom. Our bullpen's not much better. Diaz was good last year, and he kind of inherited. Although he didn't blow the game last night. He, he, Alexis, they the, the bullpen just sucks. Like we can't hold a lead, and we've got three of the best young starting pitchers in in all of Major League Baseball, and we're gonna ruin them because we can't. They're gonna have like three wins this year because our bullpen sucks. It's terrible. It's deflating. You are one positive dude. <laughs> Tell me why I should be positive about the Reds right now. <laughs> they got 150 games to go. They man. should. Like, they've blown three games already that they should have won. It's ridiculous. Uh, we've got tonight. Oh, we got tonight. NBA play in action. Oh God. Seventh place versus eighth place in the East and the West. First up, Hawks versus Heat in Miami. The Heat are a five point favorite. TK, who you got? Wow, nothing makes me run to the dial than hearing seventh versus eighth place. Um, I'll take uh, the Heat. Trey Young and the Hawks pull the upset. They're into the playoffs, the actual playoffs. And then the, the yeah. big show. Yeah, these are real playoffs, people. The play-in games. The first four, if you want to call them that. First, <laughs> first eight. TNT, 10 o'clock. T-Wolves at L.A. Can the Lakers possibly blow this? Uh, they are eight-and-a-half-point favorites in this game. Does LeBron keep the dream alive? I think Rudy Gobert's not playing. He's not playing, yeah, exactly. He, he, pun- his, he punches his own teammate. Yeah, he punches his own teammate. Um, I like that they, ended, they officially ended the COVID pandemic yesterday, and they're like, we had to wait for, for until Rudy, Rudy Gobert <laughs> yeah. put his hands on something Poor else. Poor Rudy Gobert, man. He gets blamed for that so bad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the game just changed, and he got left behind. I'm going. Uh, you know what? I don't. I don't. I think LA's going to win, but I don't care. I'm rooting for Minnesota just so I don't have to listen to more LeBron talk. Uh, Lakers win, probably. Lakers win. That's fine. All right, everyone, enjoy your Tuesday nights. We're back tomorrow at three o'clock. We'll see you then. OG Studios tomorrow. OG Studios tomorrow. I thought we weren't doing that. No, we're doing it tomorrow. Okay. You probably think you know too.